Peace out, hard salute to everybody watching. As you can see on the screen, we're gonna be talking about some bullshit today. Got my man Evergreen here. We're gonna deep dive into how the Knicks could be the champions in 2021-2022 season. All right, so without further ado, let's go. There you go, Mr. Evergreen. What's going on, my man? Peace and love, my guy. What's going on? Chilling, chilling. Yeah, like I was saying before, before we came on here, I was in a shitty situation, man. My freaking son shit all over the freaking bathroom, trickle it down the hallway into the living room. I mean, like, you know, that's 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 what I got to go through every time I start these podcasts, man. I got to just like all this like drama in the crib before I can really close down the door and really get busy and stuff, man. Aren't, aren't those aren't those the best, man? Those those. Those diaper blowouts, those, you know what I mean? You're on the way to the mall. There's a diaper blowout. You got to stop what you're doing. Yo, my, I'm crossing the George Washington Bridge. My son's like, he's staring in his iPad. He's like, Daddy, I got to pee. I'm, I'm coming from Jersey into New York. Daddy, I got to pee. Mm-hmm. And and we he had to pee in a bottle. This kid, my wife decides, <laughs> listen, my wife decides to stand him up. We're in my Camry, right? My wife decides to stand him up as I'm in gridlock traffic, right? He's peeing in the bottle, right? I didn't even hit a bump. I'm, like, driving super slow. And she shakes, and he pees on the back of my arm, bro. <laughs> so I get it. Like, like, being a dad is, like, it's so crazy because it's, like, you know, it's, like, the job needs you. Then, like, your wife needs you. Then your son needs you. And then you need time for yourself. So, like, at what point do you balance it all out to get to this podcast? So, I salute you, bro. I salute you because I, I get got it. Two. I got two kids, man. And, and my, my, my son is not a little kid. He's seven. You know what I'm saying? The school's about to start. He's, he's still got these, these um shitty problems, man. Meanwhile, the other one, the baby, he's like five years old. He's in the room chilling. Like, right, right, right. Every night with this guy, you know? Right, right. It's always something new, bro. I get it. Yeah. All right, man. So this is this is really your your baby here. I was waiting to do this on podcast with you. Uh, you know, you kept saying it in the comments. You're saying that, that the Knicks going to win the championship. Knicks going to win the championship. So, you know, I feel the same way, man. I feel like anything can happen. So before we get into, into like the deep dive and stuff, like, you know, we just lost Michael K. Williams. You know what I'm saying? So life is random. Nobody thought that somebody like that would pass away for drugs or anything. Or anything. Whatever they said it is, you know. Nobody really knows what, what happens with that, but nobody would have known that somebody like that with that much energy would pass away. So right. it kind of shook a lot of the celebrities, people that know him and stuff like that, because he's a man with full of energy. You know, he's a dancer. You know, he shows everyone loves infinite energy, always helping out the community and this, that, and the other. So for this to happen, it's kind of a shock. So, you know, I say that to just to do a segue. It's like, why not? You know, why can't the Knicks win the championship um, this, this year? Because, you know, like, no, no, they can't do it. And they're five or six years away. Or, you know, they got to do this. They got to do it. They need these pieces. They need to do it. Like, it's all bullshit, man. Like, we're supposed it's to be having bullshit, fucking bro. fun, man. Right, right, right. right. So, like, I, I I had the same, like, epiphany, I want to say, um, probably about a week ago. Right? And, and I'm like, man, like, what? What's really what's really stopping these guys, especially in comparison to what happened last season, where there was only a select few, even within the podcast community, there was only like a select few that had this team over, you know, 30 games, you know, and it was just like, 
what where do you where do you go from here you know what i mean where do you go as far as this energy is concerned what what needs to happen in order for the next step and and i just so happen to be watching julius randall's um press conference and he had laid claim to it a few times like competing for a championship and i'm like yo holy shit like the fact that he's talking about this means that there's at least somebody else within the organization that's talking to him about this because last year he wasn't talking about making a championship he was talking about you know trying to get to the get to a, a position in the playoffs or actually they were talking about playing game shit yeah they right? were talking they about weren't... respect just basic right. respect just, just... everybody was ready to ship his ass out of here right right so you know, in in light of all the all the stuff that's been happening, you know, you you had an amazing episode, you know, the other day, you know, rest in peace, MF Doom, rest in peace, Fife Dog, you know, rest in peace to to to, to Michael Williams, you know, all of that stuff. Like, what what does it take outside of like the regular bullshit everyday sports rhetoric? that the front offices will push to an org to a team what outside of that has to happen in order to galvanize and motivate this team to to want to do something to want to like truly compete or to want to embody what basketball truly is and really say we are going to be that team that's going to compete at the highest level you know i i it shouldn't be that there's a bunch of people that are you know diehard Nick fans that pass away for for a team to say, all right, we got to do something for them. But at least if you look at those people that are those people that did pass away, it's like, wow, like there's people that truly love us unconditionally, right? There's there's people that are alive right now that love us unconditionally, right? We gotta we gotta compete and and sacrifice our bodies for not not one not only just for this money that we got, but two. Because these people love this orange and blue shit. Like I, I purposely bought a eighteen pack of do rags, right? <laughs> because I couldn't find the orange one that I wanted, the orange color that I wanted. I bought an eighteen pack of do rags just so that I can get this orange one, so that when I'm doing podcasts, I can wear this orange do rag, or when I'm wearing my jersey, I can wear this orange do rag. You know what I mean? Like that type Absolutely. of commitment. That type of commitment has to come with. With some type of sacrifice from the organization that you know we're we're striving to to bring home a championship, and I think that there's really when you look at the makeup of the way this damn league looks right now, I don't think there's I don't think that's far from reach, bro. Like I'm saying it now, like I prophesize a few things already within this Knicks community, bro. We're winning the championship this year, you know. And you started off, you know, I take I kind of took a little offense because he's like, we're gonna talk about some bullshit. But I'm like, bro, like, I really, really see it. You know, we'll get into it a little bit later, but I really, really, really see. I, granted, I haven't seen the Knicks ever win a championship because I was born in 87. You know what I mean? My birthday was up there. I was born in 87. So I, I, but when you look at the makeup of the league and like this weird thing that happens with, with championships, which we'll get into, like, bro, we're not far from it, bro. We're not far from it. Like, it's, it's happening. And I will be the first to say it. I'll be the first to jump out on that dagger and be the guy to say, yo, we're winning the championship this year. Uh, uh, but, you know, 
it, it, it's happening, bro. And I, I, you hold me to the fire. Anybody want to hold me to the fire? I'm cool with that. We win in the championship this year. I will be. This is the one time that you will ever see me being this like delusional Nick fan. But is it really delusional though? Because like, 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 look at look at last year, right? With with the whole Bucks thing. You know, the the Bucks were like were like like an inch away from them not even getting to the finals. It would have been Brooklyn. You know, mm-hmm. if if, uh, if Durant hit that three, then then we would be talking about the Brooklyn Nets possibly winning the championship and maybe the Bucks getting dismantled. You know, just one little inch, one little inch of, of uh, on on the floor change would change everything. So I mean, like, why can't that happen for the Knicks? It's happened for other teams throughout the history of of um of things. You know, so why can't it happen to us? You know, you know, and, and we'll break it down. You know, as as this podcast goes on. So let's so let's start, man. First off, I w- I want to go through like again. The, sh- the shit that I come up with that I'm thinking about, it's like, it's well thought out. It's not just like some like evergreens just here for freaking sensationalism bullshit. And like, yes, this episode particularly has a lot of emotion behind it, but I'm not here to sensationalize anything, right? So I want people to build with me, right? Yeah. There's evergreen this weird- evergreen yeah. has an opinion. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I got <laughs> so there's this there's this weird thing that happens in the NBA, and it's usually like a every four to seven years that there's a team that wins a championship that was indeed a playoff contender, right? But nobody considered that particular team to be a contender to win a championship. Everybody's like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, top eight. This team will be like teeter tottering between like eight and and well teeter tottering between like nine and six throughout the whole entire season, and then they'll make the playoffs, and then surprisingly one of those teams will win, or it'll be a team that you know just did so phenomenal throughout the beginning of the season, but the previous season they stunk, right? So it's it's those two things that that seem to happen like on a regular basis, and. I'm I'm not so sure that Milwaukee season uh, <laughs> has it a fit. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not so sure that the Milwaukee team from last season fits that bill, right? Because yeah. they they've been good, right? They've been good easily for the last three or four years. So I'm not sure that that that's a team that fits either one of those bills because they've been at the top of the Eastern Conference you know, Eastern Conference uh, um, standings for a while. So I wouldn't go so far as to say that Milwaukee is a team that nobody was looking at or a team that stunk the season before and won a championship. They were right there, you know. So what was the team before this current championship that that won it all that we were all like that team wasn't supposed to win? Uh, the first team that that I could think of, I'm I'm not sure. I feel like every single LeBron's team is like that because like things always fall into into place with um with with his teams. You know, of course, everyone assumes they're gonna win, but then always something kooky happens throughout throughout the year where a little injury happens or maybe like a, a losing streak nobody expected happens, and they just always end up in the in the freaking finals. You know, so every every year yeah, is always but, something kooky. But with that with with that being said, none of none of those teams were like horrible. Like because LeBron was on those teams, like there was an expectation that their team would be good. The team would be at the top of the standings. 
And hell, after the third time, fourth time of him going, you're like, that team's going to the finals. You know what I mean? Not that they were going to win, but that team's going to the finals. What I'm talking about is there's teams that like nobody was ever thinking about ever. You know, nobody was thinking about, and all of a sudden, damn, they win. Like, I'll, I'll go back, right? I'll go back. So the Lakers or this the Bucks this season, they don't really fit the bill, in my opinion, because they were a damn good team. They've been a damn good team for the last four years, right? The Lakers last season was a, a incredible, you know, they, they put together that team and, you know, you got LeBron on it and the bubble, whatever, right? The Toronto Raptors, we'll start there, right? Nobody was looking at the Toronto Raptors to win a championship. Nobody. Then once that Kawhi trade happened, everybody's like, holy shit. Something but even that, even that championship wouldn't have happened if Kawhi had hit that, that three-point shot in the corner. Against Philly, right, against Philly, right? But yeah. again, that that's a team that fits the narrative where you're like, yeah, Toronto was making the playoffs, but – with them having Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan for years and getting bumped out by none other than who? LeBron James. You weren't expecting that team to win. So I will start my five-year thing. I'll, like I said, it's like a, it's like a five- to seven-year thing that, that seems to happen. But I'll start my five-year thing. I'll start it with, with, with Toronto, just for shits and giggles, right? So you go back. You go back sometime. You got Golden State. Then you got Golden State again. Then you got Cleveland. And then you got Golden State again, right? So that in reality, that's four, right? And I'm saying I'm putting Golden State there because nobody was looking at Golden State to win a championship in the beginning of the season. And all of a sudden, they go on this huge, you know, 73, you know, 73 win. What was it, like 73 wins they had that season? Yeah. And, and it, so – Golden State was like, holy shit. Nobody was looking at them. They became that dynasty that from, from that point on, right? Then you go back some more. So you go from Golden State, you go San Antonio, Miami, Miami, and the next team, the Dallas Mavericks. Nobody was looking at the Dallas Mavericks to be a championship team, right? Even after they acquired Jason Kidd and all those old, those old farts. Nobody was expecting them. Nobody was expecting Jason Terry to 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 be the guy, to be the guy that's like hitting crazy shots in you know uh, in the finals. Nobody nobody was expecting that against Miami, right? Yeah, Everyone to be, was to be the the Robin, the Robin to to the to the Batman. Even, right. even the other guys too, Barea, all these different guys. Nobody thought that they would step up, you know, to to face a team like Miami because everybody assumed Miami was was going to steamroll over the whole um, NBA at the, at that time. Right. Right. So we can we can go back again. We can go back to 2010, 2009, back to back Lakers like they were that team was phenomenal. Even if you look at the Boston Celtics, you could some one could argue there like, oh, the Boston Celtics. But like they put together what most would kind of consider to be the first big three. And everybody had a spotlight on Boston like, holy shit. They got yeah, but, Kevin. but before Boston though they um they, they were they were about to dismantle that team too because it, it was just it was just Paul Pierce and then it, like if, if they didn't make the trade for for Ray Allen and um KG Paul Pierce probably would have been traded himself to, right. to another team so you can you can consider you can consider Boston right I the only reason I'm not considering them is because as soon as they acquired those guys in the beginning of the season the entire narrative of the NBA changed like. Yeah. 
like the super team. That's that's when that came up. The super team. That's the first idea of the super team, right? We could agree with that, yeah. right? So I I don't want to consider Boston, but we'll give them like an honorable mention in this. You go back a few years again. San Antonio, they were a damn good team. Miami, they assembled, you know, Dwayne Wade, Shaquille O'Neal, right? They were a damn good team, right? Then you go back to San Antonio again, which but they that, were still with, a that, Yo, that Miami team, did anybody expect them to win a championship, though? Because they because the, not for nothing, they had a ragtag group of guys. They had Gary Payton on, the la, on his last legs, white chocolate, had bad feet. You know, yep. Shaq was traded for Lamar Odom and them guys. You know what I'm saying? Alonzo, Alonzo Mourning only had one kidney. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can go down the line. Even Anton Walker. Anton Walker was almost out the league at the time, and he was the second fiddle to, to Dwayne right. Wade. So Dwayne Wade, you know right? That sure yeah. was. So you could so honorable mention there too. But I think I think the outlier there is like Shaquille O'Neal post post like Lakers Renaissance. He's only three years out from that. Yeah. Right. So is he a bad guy? Can he still do it? That was the narrative right. that was played there. So but it, that's very similar again. to yeah, some very similar to Boston. Because I mean right. the the year before both teams were shit. Right. You know, Miami, Miami was shit and Boston was shit. And then just right. one year they went from being bad to a championship team. Right. So that that adds to the narrative too. The Knicks were bad two years ago. Now all of a sudden, you know, three years ago we in the championship. Right. You know, right. And then not you so go far fetch. You go back before that. And and I think this is where the the I would I say this is where the start of the 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 shitty the team was shitty the year before they acquired some guys and then they made a push and win a championship. That Detroit that oh three oh four Detroit Pistons team like that's a legendary team. I would say the narrative like for for me as a basketball fan that's where the narrative started for me. Right. But then you go back again and you can say the 99 San Antonio Spurs. Right. Mm-hmm. They had they, but they had I mean, they had David Robinson and that and that was the year, you know, that was a Tim Duncan year. Right. But yeah. was anybody really looking at San Antonio to win a championship? I mean, th- th- this is post post Jordan era. Right. Nobody was still looking at nobody was looking at the West to to, to really be. The, the 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 conference to win a championship after even at like everyone was still looking at like your your damn your Indiana's hell even the Knicks right we competed that season right everyone was looking at the East to win a championship right yeah you go back before that and then it's all dynasties from there right yeah Chicago Houston Chicago Detroit, Detroit LA Lakers, and Celtics. Boston Philly Boston you know what I mean it was it it, it was a but something happened in the year 1999, 2000, that changed the league, and it changed well, the league. Yes, well, speak speak on that that Spurs team, and they they had Avery Johnson as a starting point guard. He guy couldn't even go; he couldn't go left. Crazy, <laughs> you one, know. What I'm one, he only had one handed one handed bandit. I think that yeah. one, the one handed bandit, right? So again, yeah. the 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 narrative for me starts in 03, right? Right. And if you if you start to look and compare. That 0304 Detroit Piston team, how far off, other than the way that the game is played right now, how far off do the Knicks look from that storyline in comparison to Detroit? Right? They had they had your all-star player, right? They had your deep your one defensive specialist. They had a bunch of shooters, 
right, between Chauncey Billups and Richard Hamilton, who I want to say they got Richard Hamilton from the Wizards. I think they got him from the Wizards a couple seasons before, either the Wizards yeah. or Chicago. I remember yeah. him with – I think it was on the Wizards because he, he was playing with Jordan for a while. Yes. They, yeah. Okay, so it was the Wizards. They got him. They got a shooter, right? They ended up getting a defensive guy. They had Ben Wallace. Um, you know, Tayshawn Prince was another defensive guy. And it and it, it was it, it was just like defense all over the place. Best defense, you know, top five defense in the league, right? Then you go down to Boston with none other than our boy Doc and Tom Thibodeau. Well, yo, like to go back to Detroit. Detroit made a big trade too. They 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 traded for Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed Wallace, right? Right. They they traded first. First he went to Atlanta. He played like one game, and then he got traded to Detroit, and then that's what started it. Because I mean, I, I think they had um, Stackhouse. Or whatever they they had kind of, they had like a ragtag group of guys. You would never think that they would be have made it to the championship, but they made one trade and it solidified everything. And then they just went on a, on a nice little run. So you know, like 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 we're like we're trying to paint that picture. It's it just like anything can happen. You know, it, it really it really just lightning in the bottle. You know, the opportunity to 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 whatever you got you got to be able to acquire some kind of talent, and then you got to be opportunistic to to make that move to to um to 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 get that player to take you to the to the next level. So you know, getting Rasheed Wallace that that was just um it just galvanized them, you that know, was, for, for that and, one year, and that was huge. What the hell? No, no thanks, Ad. I don't want you. I'm <laughs> trying to I'm trying to scroll up to this to this o three o four season, right? And some people have some pretty dope. Oh, they don't even do it that way. Okay, o three o. After being swept by Miami in two thousand, Joe Dumars, who had retired from nineteen ninety nine, was. Uh, was hired as a team president of basketball operations. So that's that's the one, right? They 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 yeah. kept it in house, and I love that. They kept it in house. Would you? Would just you like Leon so Rose right there, right? Right, right. They kept it in house, right? As Grant Hill was elected to leave the team for Orlando, which is a big a big name player. Grant Hill left, right? Who left in 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 our in our atmosphere, right? Porzingis is gone, right? right. However, Dumars managed to to work a sign and trade with Orlando and brought in the Pistons Ben Wallace, right? So, what was the big sign and trade? Not sign and trade. What was the well? Yeah, big sign and trade was um, Marcus Morris signing, right? right? Which eventually would got flipped. So this is kind of a, a rough comparison to do. Eventually, it got flipped, right? But we could also say, hey, we signed. Um, we signed uh, uh, Julius Randle, right? Brought the Pistons Ben Wallace and Chucky Axons in exchange for Hill, which in hindsight, I would go so far as to say that's a hell of a that's a hell of a trade for for the Pistons to get for Grant Hill, right? Like Grant well, Hill was on his last leg, he was hurting, and, and well, he elected to go. This guy Ben Ben Wallace was wasn't Ben Wallace yet. Right, you kind know, of he, he kind of was just like a like a journeyman because he was actually on he was on the bullets before they changed the to, to Washington. Right, and then he stayed there for three years. He didn't really have that great of a year. He was only like six. I think his best year was six and eight. Before that was three and four, one and one. So he he didn't become Ben Ben Wallace yet. So right. once he got to Orlando, even then he was only averaging four and eight. You know, so when he got to Detroit, you know, making that sign and trade, hindsight, that first year in Detroit, he averaged six and thirteen. That's when he became Ben Wallace. Right. Right. Yeah. And even even to even a stretch to stretch that narrative, like 
a little bit further, right? The continuity aspect. Ben Wallace was playing with Richard Hamilton in in when he was with the Wizards. They played together, so there was continuity there, right? So, boom. Uh, 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 he'll play 47 games in the following season, which is incredible foresight for the, the Pistons to say, all right, this guy was our franchise guy, but we got to move him. And then all of a yeah. sudden, what? He goes to Orlando. He only plays 47 games. You know, he's essentially a washed-up bum at that point, which let's go across down to Dallas. <laughs> the guy's a washed-up yeah, bum yeah, now, but, right? To, yeah, but talk about that too, then. Because, I mean, like, when you sign these guys to these multi-year contracts and invest, like, massive a uh, part of your of your salary cap, I mean, you know, who, who would have known that he would have had just, like, a basic ankle surgery that ends up getting gangrene, his ankle turns permanently Crazy. black, you know, you know what I'm saying? And you invested all this time and money. Look at look at Tracy McGrady. But Tracy McGrady is fighting for his life. You know, they, they, they actually um he actually imploded against this Detroit team, you know, when he was in Orlando because he right. didn't have no help. Right. You know, or you know, he didn't have Grant Hill because Grant Hill was um was in the um infirmary with a with a black, you know, with uh Mr. Mr. Deed's foot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, so, so, you know, so anything can happen, you know. You know, my 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 point in, in painting this narrative is that you know you you like something happens, like the stars align for all of these different little small things to happen. And based off of last season, we would have liked to think that the stars aligned, but one thing was out of alignment. I say that one thing that's out of alignment was like the injury bug with Mitchell Robinson and the bad spacing and the inability for, you know, uh, uh, Reggie Bullock to create his own shot. You know, that that's what and and you know, because Mitchell Robinson's gone, Clinton Compelling, whatever. We 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 know the narrative. I'm saying that the narrative kind of like there's like so much turmoil in the narrative now that it builds for a crazy story of the team that won the championship after 20 some odd years, you know, um, uh, more than that, you know, 50 years, the team wins the championship off of you know look at this storyline and look how it came together like where if they was to piece this story of the new york knicks winning the championship like that story is better like this season if they win this story is better than what happened in you know the 70s yeah right so it's just like well, all these little small narratives that happen that is just like well, wow look, look overcoming adversity at, at its finest well, we can get to the seventies too, man. But I, I wanted to make this point about about let's say like the Lakers when the Lakers were doing their championships, whatever. They um they actually played against the Nets. Uh, bef before the, um the Nets got Jason Kidd and they went on on that little run, whatever. They had Stephon Marbury over there. But the reason why Stephon Marbury didn't didn't actually um do well in in New Jersey is because um Kenyon Martin's leg got broken. You know they had a whole bunch of weird ass um injuries and stuff that happened over there. So right. they, they made a trade, you know, to to get Jason Kidd. Uh, you know, Kenya Martin's leg uh, gets fixed. Next thing you know, these guys are running and gunning like they like they Magic Johnson in in the in the eighties and stuff. Right. You know, right. so little things like that. You know, because it, it, I mean, if Kenya Martin was was healthy and half the roster was 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 healthy, maybe Marbury could have been that guy. Maybe he could have. You know, because at the time Marbury was like twenty three and eight at the time the the year that he was with the Nets, he was he was right. crazy with the. With the um with the stats and stuff, so maybe maybe he could have been the guy to galvanize them into into that finals run and stuff. But you know, think like you know, like like we're saying, things happen for a reason, and you know, lightning in the bottle, and just the the key thing happens, and next thing you know, you know, it it just shoots and and, and you know, 
great things happen. Right. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like, a, like, like we kind of alluded to in the very beginning, it's not, it's not too far off to think that this type of thing can, can, can happen to us, you know? And I look at the narrative and the makeup of, of this team and I'm like, Right now, well, I say right now, if you start to compare the rest of the rosters in the league, at least on the Eastern Conference, like wh- why at this very point right now aren't we as good as Milwaukee? They just exactly. lost their defense enforcer. They just lost them. Like P.J. Tucker's gone, and he was a big, big point to their, their defensive effort. He's gone now. Yo, right? He distracted Durant. He's the one that distracted oh, yeah. Durant. Because oh, Durant yeah. is always always on point, always cute as a cucumber. You can't get him off his game, but he distracted him enough to make sure that his that they got his foot on that line, you know, to mess up to mess up their season. Right. You know what I'm so, saying? Just so, enough to, to to frustrate him. So let's so let's go through it, right? I think the easiest way to kind of to to kind of present this narrative to everyone is let's look at each team. Like, let's look at each team in their current rosters. Let me see where we at. Let's look at each team in their current roster. So I got the Knicks roster up, right? But I also want to pull up – where is that? All right, I also want to pull up every other team on the East roster, and let's see how our team compares to them, you know, as of right now, right? So – and I think that's the that's the easiest way to do it just because it, it – it allows people to see in real time what we're actually working with as opposed to, you know, continuing to argue moot points without seeing any anything to it, right? So I'm going to pull up our roster, which is over here on the right, and let's go through the team that beat us last season, right? Obviously, the Atlanta Hawks. So we'll go to their 2021 season and we'll look at their current roster as of right now, right? This is their current roster as of right now. And if we look at our projected players, which is going to be from the start, it's going to be obviously Mitchell Robinson. I'm pretty sure there's a way to highlight it. Mitchell Robinson. All right. Um, Evan Fournier, Julius Randle, RJ Barrett. Where you at Kemba? Kemba Walker. Derrick Rose, Obi Toppin, Nerlens Noel, um, Alec Burke, and is that 10? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Who am I missing? Walker. What? No, you Kemba got Walker. Kemba Walker, Obi Toppin. Um, uh, quickly? Manu Quickly, right? That's our 10. That's the 10 that we got going into this season. So I want to come over here because when you start to look at this Atlanta team, you realize that they got problems. They got they got forward problems. Lou Williams is he going to be in the in in the, the the regular rotation this season? Sixteen years in the NBA, man. Right, that is crazy at, to me. At, at sixteen years, is he going to be in a regular rotation? I don't think so. But I know Gallinari is. I know Capella is. I know Horder is. We would assume that Sharif Cooper is Lou Williams' replacement, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to go Sharif Cooper. We're going to go Trey Young, obviously. We're going to go Okongu. And then we're going to go John Collins. And this is – and DeAndre Hunter. So right. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
Now you got a problem. Is Jalen Johnson going to get minutes? They have too many forwards. Right. Yeah. Right. They have a lot of because forwards, they, had, they had a problem getting Cam Reddish minutes. He didn't get minutes in the playoffs until uh, uh, DeAndre Hunter went down. So we, we, where do they fit? And if you hold up this team and compare it with the upgrades that we have, I don't, I don't see this team. I mean, I see stellar coaching, out coaching maybe, but when you line the team up, I don't, I don't see this team beating us. I don't see the Atlanta Hawks beating us. And I'm not saying that just trying to be like this, this super, you know, sensationalized Knicks fan. I'm really looking at it from a, a, a very analytical standpoint. Like I don't see this team beating us. Yeah, it's no cap. You're not. You're not capping. This is. Yeah. I was just looking at the roster the way it way it is now. You know, we 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 did forget about um, Bogdan. Bogdanovich. Oh, yeah. Well, he was. He had the injury bug last season, so I would. Um, I mean, yes, he's going to get minutes too at the guard, right? Yeah. Absolutely. But that's going to be at the two, which he's obviously going to get minutes over Kevin Herter, mm-hmm. right? But again, where where do these guys sit? Right, rookie, rookie, eight years. 16 years. Cam Reddish is the outlier that could do something. First year. I don't even remember this guy playing. Skylar Mavs? Who, who the hell is that guy? Yeah, never heard of him. A day never heard life. of him. De- De- Deleon Wright, did he play last season? Six six uh, years from Utah? No, nah, he, he's he's decent, though. Deleon Wright, he's, he's, not, he's not a bad player. Okay. So, again, I'm just looking at it from a, from a, from a real player standpoint right Right. where do these guys play though i mean because you know they they might have talent or whatever but you can't play a million guys at the at the guard you know you got to have some kind of continuity and getting guys you know you know assimilated to the system you know get chemistry going and stuff like that so you can't play like 15 guys and expect to get chemistry and and on on, with with that being said you know they they don't they don't really have the continuity bug they don't have the continuity issue right the continuity is there right okongo was there last season Trey Young, obviously. Shreve Cooper's Nick, the new guy. Bob Donovan was there. Kevin Herter was there. You know, Gallinari was there. Capella was here. DeAndre Hunter was there. John Collins was there. So I'm not looking at that, yeah. right? I'm not. I'm not looking at. They have the same exact issues that we have, but also remember that they got the injury bug and we swept them in the beginning of the season, right? Right. So again, what what we had, we had the injury bug when it mattered most. If we're not injured, are, are we comparable teams? I don't, I don't see why we're not. Yeah, absolutely. If, if anything, we, we, we got to be better than them, if anything. Because, I mean, most of the guys that had the heavy um, minutes and the heavy responsibility, all those guys are going to be on the bench now because we're now we're going to be relying more on, on Walker and Fournier. For, to me, Fournier a little bit more than Walker because Walker, we could rely on, on, on Rose to come off the bench and do, and do his thing. But I think a guy like Fournier, between him and, and RJ, they're definitely going to be mixed matching minutes, you know, definitely off and on the court between the two of those, those guys. So they're going to play a lot of minutes this year, I think. Right. So I'm I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave the big dogs for the end. Right? Because that, that's where where everyone's gonna be like Evergreen's crazy, right? Which I get it. I'm cool with that. Boston Celtics. Let's go, let's go with Boston, right? So we're gonna go to the 2021 season. But there really is no big dog though, to tell you the truth. There really is no big dog. Everybody's well, kind of kind of comparable to each other. Right, right. And that and and th- that's that's why I don't wanna I don't want the people, you know, I don't want the chat to look at it like Evergreen's losing his mind, right? Yeah. So I'm considering the big dogs just for the for the for the face of the conversation from last season. Yeah, just for right? the narrative, the way that everybody puts people on pedestals unnecessarily, you know, you know right. what I'm saying? 
Right. So when you look at this team, which is in shambles, if you ask me, Jason Tatum, obviously he's going to go. <sighs> Gets confused in here. Yeah, Dennis I mean, is going to go. They just pay Robert Williams for, for what? You know what I'm saying? A six foot eight center, 237 pounds. You know, what, what are they doing right now? I, I don't know. I don't know. Right. So who else? Where is I'm missing somebody? Chris Dunn, Jabari Parker, no. Al Horford, he's gonna play because he's still got the bag. I forgot about Al Horford. Al Horford, yeah, he just, he just, I mean, he not, he just got the bag. He actually, he got the bag from, from, from. Well, he had, he had a nice little chunk of change with Boston. They, they got rid of him. He got picked up by Philly. Philly gave him a bag, and right. got stuck with those, with those. With the Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, um, Tobias Harris, Al Horford contracts, and they were like doomed there for basketball purgatory, right? So again, I, I don't really look at this team, and I don't really see much of them. Peyton Pritchard, he's he's a he's a nice piece, especially from last season. But is Peyton Pritchard going to be starting over Dennis Schroeder? Probably not. Right, Dennis yeah. Schroeder's a champion. He might right? be in the rotation, though. But, you know, Ennis Cantor, too, you know, he's a guy that's going to be in the rotation. But it, he don't play defense. He rebounds and he can score. But and when, when the game is on the line, you kind of don't want um him, you know, a guy like uh, Cantor in there because he's going to get abused defensively. Right. So, in reality, like Jabari Parker, he's injury prone. Right. right? You can't rely on him. And so this is this is their, their team right here, really. Well, I mean, look, look, look at Chris Dunn. They got Chris Dunn. They got Josh Richardson also. Like, how do these? They, they, they got too many guys on this team that they got to put together to to make it to make it work. Where does Josh Richardson um, fit on on this roster? Is he is he the starting two? Because I mean, you got Marcus Smart there also. Well, who who starting two behind who? That's what I'm saying. Marcus Smart right. was was Over their who? starting two last year. Right, and he's he. I mean. He where's he gonna play? Let's look at let's look at. It. I just want to see his height real quick. It's like six, six five. five. Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's not a starting two. He's not a starting two. Hell no. Well, no, not over Marcus should... Smart. Not over Marcus Smart. I well, don't yeah, think so. Yeah, definitely not over Marcus Smart. But I'm saying, like, just from the talent wise, where do you play a guy like him? He's, he's going to come off the bench behind Marcus Smart. You know. And then also considering Jalen Brown is injured right now. Okay. Jalen Brown's injured right now. So what um what's the extent of his injury? Uh, let me. Did I have the injury report? Let me pull that up real quick. Jalen Brown, the Celtics announced that Brown had surgery on his left wrist, and the hope is that he's ready by training camp. Oh, uh, God, whatever. <laughs> the hope the is hope. Re- that he'll be ready. The oh, hope. my God, the hope, right? So, I mean, Jalen Brown's hurt, yeah. right? So, this is that team. This is this well, is their shout out, shout out to Chris Dunn too. Chris Dunn was was a, a point guard in Chicago, so they brought him in here. I don't know to do what to be the backup point guard to the Schroeder, but like you said, they got Pritchard too. So how do they work that in? You know how does that work? Guys and like Rick, Naismith too. Naismith is a guy that they could come off the bench for them. But yeah, but what, Naismith, he, what did Naismith do? What did Naismith do last season? Yeah, right. That's, Are that's, they developing him to be the 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 off bench guy for Jalen Brown? Is he starting at the forward position? Yeah. Like what 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 are, what are we doing here, right? Would you start Would you start Aaron Naismith over Chris Dunn or or Carson Edwards, right? Well, that's another. 
Another what's, guy what's, got. Look at their starting lineup. They, they well, right, right now they're not they're not going to have uh you know they're going to be without um this guy um Jalen Brown right. So who's in their starting lineup? Because I mean they they want to run, they want to run this guy uh Tatum as a power forward. He's not really a power forward. You know so, so so this is this is what I would project their starting lineup to be. Jason on day, Tatum on day one. On day one, uh, this is their starting lineup. Dennis Schroeder, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Robert Williams, Al Horford. That's oh, the best. That's the best that they can put on the floor. Oh my god! Are they are they competing with Kemba Walker, Evan Fournier, who obviously they just lost, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, and Mitchell Robinson? Is that team competing? Unless Jason gets fifty, you're gonna have to get fifty on us to beat us. You're gonna have to right. play his best game. Be- he's gonna have to play his best game on opening night. Yeah. By the way, uh, if you guys have not got your tickets to the opening night on the, with the MBK family, there's eight tickets left. Make sure you get those. I will be there. Ebro, you're gonna be there too, right? Absolutely. We're, it's, we're heavy. Is it, we're gonna be there. Legion's gonna be there. Um, obviously, Sim. Uh, uh, I think Steph's gonna be there. Tony Crow's gonna be there. Julito's gonna be there. Like it's yeah. a star-studded event. Y'all come out, come kick it with us. Continuing on, right? So I. Boston, I really don't see them see them past past us. Like we should we should be able to do some pretty good damage on opening night, right? So let's let's go past Boston. What would you say is the next Eastern team to deal with? I'm thinking Chicago, maybe. Yeah, go do Chicago. Let's go Chicago. Chicago. Because Philly is supposed to be number two, but look at Philly. You know, we, I guess we'll get to Campbell. that. We'll, we'll, yeah, get, we'll to get to them because I would consider them that that big four team, right? I'll yeah. consider them that and that and that four guys to deal with. So Chicago's team. Here's where things start to get a little bit dicey, right? Things get a little bit better, right? Again, keep in mind, keep in mind, guys. There's zero continuity here. They definitely and- showed that there was zero continuity last season when they got the nurture trade. Right. Yeah, and then, I mean, and then they, they went the and added game. like basically like a whole starting different starting lineup now. So we'll go Vucevic obviously starting at center, Demar Derozan, Zach Levine, which he probably should be playing a three, Lonzo Ball, Kobe White is going to get minutes. Um, ooh. Patrick Williams, like I think is supposed to start. Patrick Williams, he can get minutes. He'll probably get minutes. Derek Jones Jr. might get minutes. I mean, I know he came from my he was a Miami boy, right? That's yeah. a new guy, but he he might get minutes. And Alex Caruso is a champion, he'll get minutes. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Who's Yo, left? All those guys won a different team last year, except Patrick Williams. I'm, I'm I'm telling you. I mean, Zach Levine, of course, and you know, um uh Nikola he was only there for half a season. But I mean, where's the continuity with this with this roster? That it's it's in shambles, it's in shambles. So this is this is a team that's like Bon Jovi living on a prayer. Like, can we can we develop? <laughs> this is yeah. the team. This is the team. Yeah. And and the next team, which is the team that I believe. To, oh, actually, let let me go back there. Let's go. Let's go. Let's revisit that. Let's revisit that. Right. So we go. I like the Bon Jovi reference though. I, I'm like tickled by that. Hey, listen, I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying here. This is this is you know. Zach Levine, Lonzo Ball, Patrick Williams, Vucevic, DeRozan, and Demar Derozan. Right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Right, so they got forward, 
who's going to come off the bench for – he should probably be coming off the bench for DeMar DeRozan. Well, right? he's probably going to start at power forward, though. DeMar DeRozan? No, Patrick Williams. He's probably going to start at power forward. At – I mean, on Pat, six, yeah, Patrick seven, Williams, yeah. 6'7", 215? That's that guy. I don't, I don't. I don't remember. They they kind of reached to get him. They they reached to, to they picked him a little early than most people thought he was gonna go. So mm-hmm. he's that guy. They think he's gonna be like like a special player. Okay, so so that guy is starting at power forward. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying. Yeah. And and that guy is supposed to compete against at 215 pounds. He's supposed to guard Julius Randle. That that's what we're going with, right? That's, yeah, that's why what, I'm saying. That's why I'm saying this guy needs to be coming off the bench for DeRozan. But that that's neither here nor there. Well, right? you want DeRozan to be the power forward though? No, 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 no. I'm putting DeRozan at the three. Well, who's the power forward if it's not Patrick uh, Williams? Good question. Next question. Tony Bradley, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Four years. I don't even know who Tony Bradley. I don't remember seeing uh, Tony Bradley. Like, who's that guy? Sound like right? somebody did my 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 uh, what's name taxes last year. He did your taxes last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He works at the 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 Walmart right there. Uh-huh. You know they got that extra H and R block spot right there. So I don't. Again, I don't. They they don't have any continuity, and everyone's losing their mind. They're not deep. You don't know who any of these guys are. They're not. They're, you know, Chicago is just. They're not cutting it. I love UNLV. You know, what I mean, Derrick Jones Jr. UNLV is my 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 college team. You know, over there on the west side, I lived in in Las Vegas, but that that's all you got for me. And in Florida State, I like I lived in I lived in uh, 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 Central Florida for some time. Okay, who cares? What do you guys so, got going on in Chicago? Look, look what um, Greenhouse is saying about um about this guy Patrick Williams. He's the same a size as RJ. If RJ might even be bigger at this point, because you know, uh, they're talking about that he's six eight and he might be like two twenty something, according to you know what, what people are saying. You know. RJ RJ six as of right now he's six six two fourteen same size as Patrick Williams and this is the guy that's allegedly supposed to be coming in at power forward it, yeah. or what like what what are they doing at power forward I don't know right so I I I, I don't see it either you know so so moving on moving on Chicago's washed and I don't no, nobody can convince me otherwise you know they need <laughs> they need nobody they, like they need a bunch right. Then we start going to where things get a little bit better, and we'll move to Charlotte, right? And 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 I I like this team. They 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 fit real nice. Yeah, I can't front. It's just exciting to see the athletes on this team. The the, the way that it goes on, you know, as you, as you start clicking away, you got starts Man. right there. Lamelo Ball leading the, the ship right there, passing it to Miles Bridges. PJ Washington uh, is also a, a decent um. He's their starting power forward, I think. Terry Rozier. Yeah, Damn, he's been in 11 years. Jesus Christ. Mason Pumley will probably get that. Kelly Oubre. Oh, I wanted that guy. Yeah. James Knight, right? He's probably going to get Kai Jones. Like, they got a young running squad. Gordon Hayward's going to play. I'm looking Shout out at, to Jalen McDaniel. They got a lot of young guys on their team. They got, yeah, yeah. They got young, young, young runners. Even this guy Vernon um, Carney Jr. He's a decent, decent um, center prospect. Okay, so where where would you where would you say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and we'll go ten, right? So we got yeah. starting point guard, mm. Lamelo. Lamelo starting point guard. James Knight is probably going to start at the two, right? Now they got a problem here, Kelly Oubre and. Miles Bridges. 
Now, either is Book Knight going to come off the bench and Bridges going to play the two, which is going to leave Kelly Oubre, Oubre to play the three? And then Kai Jones at the – or go to Haywood at the four? And then where do you go at the center? Do you go Vernon Carey or do you go Kai Jones at the five? What do you do? Or you do the vet Mason Plumley at the five starting, right? So right. they they have they have. Are they missing a the player though? Isn't it? Don't they have like another center? Mason right, scroll Plumlee. down, scroll down. Is that the whole roster? Yeah, that's them. No current oh, injuries to report. That's them. Okay, okay. That's them. So they're centers, you know, just for shits and gigs, so we can we can see what they're doing. It's just basically Mason Plumley and, and Vernon Candy Jr. Right, Very and good. this is and this is good, right? I I like this for their three centers, but are those three centers comparable to Mitchell Robinson, Alec Burke? Right, I don't know why they got center here up up here for Julius Randle. That's that's hogwash, right? Um, and then where's our guy, Jericho Sims, right? Is you know we we have yet to see what Jericho Sims can really do, but there's promise there. At six ten, is he bigger and stronger than Carey, Ver, Vernon Carey? Right? We don't know. This guy's fat. If you ask me, two seventy six nine two seventy. That's a big fat boy. If yeah. you ask me, right? In comparison to six ten two forty five. Well, right. uh, Vernon Carey is very similar to, to Jericho Sims as far as style of play, but two forty five okay. is definitely different than than two seventy. That's a huge difference. That's 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 two minutes on the floor and compared to eight on the floor at a time. You know, again, we're not we're not saying that Jericho Sims is going to be getting a, a a whole gang of minutes, right? But they have an issue here, right? Yeah. Is Vernon Carey going to be running over Kai Jones at two hundred and seventy pounds? In comparison to Kai Jones at center at two eighteen, all right, we this that's a problem at the at the big man. That's a problem, yeah. right? Now is Mason Plumley better than Mitchell Robinson? Hell no, no, hell no, right? So that that solves the center the center argument, which is really the big thing. After that, their depth is all questionable because their depth comes here, and it comes. Well, is, who's this... gonna who's gonna start at their at their forwards though? Because you t- you're talking about um um uh Kelly Oubre, you got um Gordon Hayward. They both play, basically play the same position unless you want Gordon to play power forward. You know what I'm saying? And then then they paid um my man um what's what's the guy um uh, Kelly Oubre as well. You know, so what does he play? Is he gonna be there starting? Um, well Kelly Oubre is a, a small forward. So I mean, He's what do they do? Forward. So yeah. Gordon is is Gordon Hayward. It says forward guard. Is Gordon Hayward playing the two? Are you going to start Gordon Hayward over Miles Bridges? I don't know. I don't know they, if, they if you want issues. that. Yeah, I don't know if you want that with a guy like on the middle ball. You kind of want Bulk Knight to, to take it right out because you want to run. Right. So, so again, they're, they're not as – Charlotte, while they look deep based off of, you know, the, 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 the flash that happened last year of the middle ball, they're not that deep right now. Like just right. just just acquiring Kelly Oubre and James Booknight alone is like, what are you guys doing? Yes, obviously you went best talent available, but you guys locked yourself up right here. Mm-hmm. Look, look at this. This is crazy to see. This is crazy to see, bro. 
That's crazy. That looks like the Knicks that that one year when he said all we all we did was um sign power fours that year. That's cr- look at it. That's crazy. So they're not as deep as we we think, right? Terry Rozier. Let's let's go point guards. Terry Rozier can play a point guard, right? But he's not really. He's a he's a guard that he's an attacking scoring guard, right? Ishmith is a shooter, right? Well, he, he can't really shoot. He's just like a you know. He's basically like he's a good, for good, Payton. Okay, night. No, I I I'll take that. Wait, let me see something. Maybe I'm mistaken here. I'm yeah, that's sure. what Clyde always yeah, says. 30, Clyde, 30, Clyde, that that's like Clyde's yeah, favorite player. But he just can't shoot. Thirty percent. You're right. You're right. Ishmith's not the shooter. I'm thinking some. I'm thinking somebody else. All right. So Ishmith, Terry Rozier. Oh, Ishmith is really quick. That's that's what I remember about him. Yeah, James that's Clyde's Knight. favorite player. Clyde's always um, raving about um, Ishmith. Never heard of Scotty Lewis. What pick did what pick was he? I mean, don't even matter. Never heard of him, right? Oh, TWO. Oh, he's a two way contract. That's why. All right. Yeah, he'll be in. He'll be in the G League. We'll probably so never the, see him. These four are your point guards and shooting guards. That's your depth right there. So, are any of these four better than Kimball Walker, Derrick Rose, uh, um, quickly, quickly, and RJ? Even adding um, Alec Burke to the mix and, and Fournier, it, it, right? All those I would ball say handlers. The only argument that you can that can be made at some point in time is Lamelo Ball, maybe on a health and and youth level, might be comparable to you know the 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 our two big point guards, might be, but there's still well, not enough depth there. Yo, Lamelo Ball is gonna be the engine. I, I think. I think he's a generational guy. I think next year he's really gonna show off. I think. Sure. You know, I sure. think he's gonna but, show off. But but when he comes off the bench, those are your two. Yeah, Rosier. Right. Rosier more than likely is gonna start. I think. Then again, I, I don't know because I mean they, they got they got rid of they already got rid of one of their point guards. I, you know, I, I keep forgetting the kid's name, but they got rid of they got rid of him. They got rid of um the other guy. Um, they went to the to the Lakers. Um, the one from Kentucky. You know, they basically got rid of those guys and replaced them with these with them, you know, right. with Terry Rozier and H. Smith. So they got the same problems they had last year. Oh, and then and then you know, uh, um Mel Mel said it, they haven't been to the playoffs. They still improving. They haven't been to the playoffs yet. So again, the depth for, for, for me with Charlotte, I don't I don't I don't I don't believe you. You need more seasons. And also the thing about that, people automatically uh, a lot of people are saying that Charlotte's better than us straight off the bat, just because. Crazy, you know that P- PTSD bullshit. Crazy you know? talk, crazy talk. So what would be what would be the next team, right? We we ran through, we ran through. Let's see, we got through Atlanta, Boston, Charlotte, Chicago. Um, I feel like there's one more team in the East. What Indiana? We Indiana. Indiana. Let's go to Indiana. Let's go to Indiana, right? Again, people, I'm 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 just trying to paint the picture, right? Jeremy Lamb's getting minutes. T.J. Warren. Let's go to the injury report. Oh, would you look at that? TJ Warren underwent foot surgery. Here we go. Underwent foot surgery and will miss the rest of the season. Right? When did he have the foot surgery? What, what um let's see. March March 25. March 25th. Yeah, so he probably won't be ready for the, the rest season. of the season. We don't know if he'll be ready. Right? That's foot surgery. That's that's a that's a big deal, right? Huge deal, right? So let's let's go back. So TJ Warren's out. Right, who do they have? 
Karis Levert will get minutes. Yeah, he's nice. Isaiah Jackson is their draft pick. Malcolm Brogdon will get your minutes. TJ McConnell looks nice. He's a good right? point guard. Um, Miles Turner will obviously get minutes, but there's some iffy there because they're trying to move him, right? Justin Holiday may get minutes. Chris Duarte, draft pick, will he get minutes? I don't know. Devontae Sabonis will get minutes. And I think you got to click Chris Duarte. Duarte, he he has to play. He's old and whatever. And they don't, as you're looking at it, outside of um, Jeremy, Jeremy Lamb, they didn't really have a lot of a lot of backup swingmen really like that. Especially when, when Warren being sick, being um, hurt or whatever. And here we go. Look, one rookie, two rookie, three rookie, four rookie, five rookies. What? Where's the depth, guys? Again, Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, right here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's a nine-man rotation. You get TJ Warren back maybe by the All-Star break. You got you a 10-man comparable rotation. Or living on a prayer in hopes that one of these rookies pops out of nowhere. Is it Duarte? Is it Isaiah Jackson? I don't know. I don't know. Right? Again. Well, since you mentioned Bon Jovi, do they hold on to <laughs> what they got or do they make a trade? Well, they, they make that trade, and that trade is going to be – if they make a trade, hell, it might even be Carius Levert. It might be – that might be a package to get something nice. That might be a package. But, again, I don't want to get into the trade talk because I'm just talking about the way the team is constructed now, right? We don't we don't, we don't, don't want to go too deep down the rabbit hole, right? Uh, but that might be a nice package. But, again – this team, Indiana, like yes, they Julius Randle put the beat the brakes off of Demontis Sabonis. Yo, he got an X on Demarcus on excuse me on on Sabonis's back. He he said that there's certain plays that he circles that he wants to prove a point that he's better than Sabonis is definitely that that guy. Right. I, I feel I feel like you know Julius had his best games against Sabonis, like competition yeah. wise. You know. Yeah. So so again. I don't. I don't even think there's there's a need to spend that much time on 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 Indiana. Like Indiana is not ready now. My sleeper team, right? And some, you know, a lot of other people agree with me. My sleeper team is indeed where you at, Washington. Washington right? Yeah, I agree with you with that one. Wow, like what they did. This is crazy what they did. Montrezl Harrell, Bradley Beal, like. Yeah, they nobody's look, really talking about it, man. Keep, and I keep don't cooking. know why. Contavious Caldwell Pulp. Um, Aaron Holiday's good Tremor. too. I, let, 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 let's go down the line first, mm -hmm. right? Kyle Kuzma, Cassius Winston, Spencer Dinwiddie, Davis Bertans. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Right. Well, click click um Avija there, Denny. Denny. Avija. Well, no, 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 not clicking him. Oh, he's hurt too. Vija. <laughs> then Vija, as of April twenty third, hairline fracture. Holy wizards! Avija out right tibia, uh, right fibular hairline fracture, and is expected to make a full recovery within twelve weeks. Mm, that's a fracture. Yeah, Nonetheless, fibia, fibia is another man. That's no good, right? That's no good. What? Whatever. You know, we you want to you want to throw them in there for shits and giggles? I'll throw them in there, right? Yeah. So that's your depth chart right there. They well, Thomas Bryant too. Thomas Bryant's they started in um, center. Thomas Bryant, okay, yeah. sure. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 
I'll take out Cassius Winston because he's on a two-way contract. Yep. Right? So that's their depth chart. This looks like a nice team, a nice sleeper team. Now, is this nice sleeper team without continuity? Because they just got Montrez Harrell, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and Kyle Kuzma, and all three of those guys should probably be starting at some point. Spencer Dinwiddie also. Spencer Dinwiddie is a brand new guy who will start at the point guard, mm-hmm. right? Does does is that team without that continuity? Like, is that team also Bon Jovi? I don't know. They they're kind of like paper champions, man. Oh, Spencer Dinwiddie is a decent point guard next to Beal. That looks good, really good. That looks really good. I'm yeah. again. I'm I'm not so now. Spencer Dinwiddie and Bradley Beal. Is that better? This is where it starts getting debatable. That's why I said it's dicey. Is that better than Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier or Kemba Walker and R.J. Barrett? Well, they could compete against each other. I, I don't know about Beal's 30 points a game. I don't think he'll do that again ne- next year. I think that was like a fluke because there was nobody else to pass to. So he kind right. of was chucking. Right. You know, so I, I can't see him getting 30 points a game again because, I mean, his game his game is not like so dynamic that, that, he, that he's guaranteed to get 30 uh-huh. points a game every year. You know, you know what I'm saying. So I think the, the, that point level will go down. So I'm saying that just to say that that Fournier is very close to Beal. Of course, right. Beal is better, but but he's close. You know, Walker and, and Spencer Dinwiddie. I guess you can compare them as almost a wash. Maybe almost maybe Walker is better. They yeah. they cancel each other out. They yeah, they cancel, cancel each other out. But as you start get deep, deeper down that depth chart and that starting lineup, right? Assuming you put Evan Fournier at the starting three. Is Kyle Kuzma better than Evan Fournier? He hasn't shown it. Well, he, he's he, did average more... eight, he did average 18 points a game one year with the Lakers, so yeah, he's going to yeah. be looking to do that again. He's going to be looking yeah, to do it again. But is he gonna, he, when he averaged 18 points a game, who was on that team? Lonzo Ball, Julius Randle, right? Yeah. Who was really Rag-tag. on that team, right? Yeah. And that was, that was post-Kobe Bryant. He did that after Kobe Bryant retired. Right. Right, so so who was on that team? He was the ball was going through him. Oh, yeah, they had Brandon Ingram too. The ball was going through Kyle Kuzma. Well, actually, it was a second year, it was a second year because that year they drafted ball and then did they draft ball and Randall that year, or was Randall the year after? Well, you know, Randall had got hurt too, he had broke his leg, and he, he got hurt that season. first game. Yeah, oh no, no, they drafted Randall first. Because yeah. Randall, Randall was playing with Kobe. Then the second season, Rand, Randall played with Kobe again. And then the third season, they drafted Ball and Kuzma. Right. And then yeah, the Jordan. following season, they, they, they drafted Brandon Ingram. And then that next season, they moved all of them for, right. for the, um, the AD trade. Okay. So, nonetheless, is Kyle Kuzma better than – RJ Barrett or Evan Fournier. So all comparable kind of. It's close, right? Now is yeah. where it gets dicey. Is Montrez Harrell better than Juju Bean? Well, who's your starter though? You're talking about starting um power forward? Because it, yeah. it could be um Roy Huchimura too. You're not gonna you're not you're not gonna start Roy Huchimura over Montrez Harrell, are you? Are you going to put Montrezl Harrell in the, in the second unit? Is he going to do that? Well, Is Montrez he going to be willing to do that? Harrell lost a lot of uh, money because he can't play defense. He's, he gets exposed defensively. Right. 
I'm you saying, so. but he's st- he's still a good offensive threat, right? Yeah. But are you gonna? But Rui Hachimura is not that great on defense either. But they like him though. That's their guy over there in Washington. Okay, so either either one of these guys, I'm fine. We'll bring them both up. Is, they, is anybody on their depth chart? All right, let's let's bring both. Let's bring both. Where you at, Obi? Bam. Julius Randle and Obi Toppin over Montrezl Harrell and Rui Hachimura. Who makes it out well, better in that that lineup? Well, I like Julius Randle better than than both of those two players, but but you add Obi to it. I'm not really sold on OBS, so it really got to be like a show and prove kind of thing. Okay, so that's where we're at with Obi. Show and prove. I, I'm cool with that. Well, th- look at this guy too. Um, what's that? Bertans. What what position does Bertans play? He's not really a small forward. He's kind of like a tweener kind of guy. He's definitely a tweener. He's definitely so that, a tweener. That's where the strength lies in in their team. Their 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 forwards. They have some decent forwards on their team. So so uh, um, Mr. Jackson. 531, he says that Harold is a six man. Okay, cool. If Harold's the six man, that means you got Rui Hachimura starting against Julius Randle. That's that's barbecue chicken. Yeah. So this is this is this might be as far as competition and depth. This is as close as it gets, but they're just as confused without the continuity as well. Who's their coach? The Washington Washington Wizards. Uh, didn't they just get that guy? Um, who is their damn coach? They don't have it up top or at, at the very top of the um thing. Um, uh, check the previous season. Previous, oh, I gotta go back. Previous season. Um, oh no, Scott Brooks is gone, right? Didn't Scott yeah, Scott Brooks, Brooks is gone. So who took over for him? Yeah, we're gonna do a side Google. We gotta we gotta figure that out. But again, you know, we, we, we there's no no need to 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 dwell on them that much. I, I just don't see them they're 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 definitely a sleeper team. Oh, like, they got uh Wes Unset Jr. is is their coach. Yeah. Who's that guy? I mean, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're, they're in trouble because, I mean, you know, Wes Unsaid, you know, he, he has a lot of respect around the league. He is a good coach, but he, he kind of have his um, work cut off for him with a whole different – whole new roster, everybody trying to figure it out. He's going to have to figure out who his guys are, who his starters are, who his rotation is. Right. You know, so he's going to be fighting an uphill battle all year trying to get that together, especially right. early on. Right. So let's let's go do, – do we need to bring in Toronto? Yeah, I guess yeah. Look at look at Toronto. Okay, before we bring in Toronto, I, I have one easy way to 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 omit Toronto right away. You ready for this? Who's that guy? Oh, Pascal Siakam. Yep. June June eleventh. The Pascal Siakam. I'm gonna win surgery to repair a torn labrum, and his recovery is expected to last five months. So uh, yeah. so so, can we just get rid of Toronto now? It yeah, makes well, no sense to look at them. They're gonna have to pay, play a lot of the rookies or whatever. Well, we'll they got take, to. T- take a look Listen. at their roster. I'll, okay, let's see what it looks like. We'll go down. No, no, no big deal. Uh oh, how did I get to Atlanta? I didn't mean to do that. Uh, how does anybody get to Atlanta, man? Oh, that's why. Okay, here we go. <laughs> All right, Toronto. All right, twenty twenty one season coming up. Fred Van Vliet. Van Vliet. Um, Kelly oh, Flynn is good. 
Malachi Flynn, yep. Yeah. Malachi Flynn is good. Precious Achiwo is good. Um, wait, Goran Dragic? Yeah, that was in the Gordon trade for Dragic. Lowry. Pascal Siakam, OG, OG Ananobi, and Chris Brosher is pretty good. I don't know if he's gonna start though. Chris Brosher, okay, yeah. Am I making my point with this, guys? Yeah, like, pretty much. It's, that's like a bunch of <laughs> ragtag. That's a ragtag group right there. Like, there's no need to bring this guy up. These guys up. They don't. They don't even have a prayer. They don't. They. They've never heard. They never noticed the. Uh, uh, the Bon Jovi rock era of the eighties. You know what I mean? They don't know well, about well, that. Well, 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 well. <laughs> they don't know thing about that, right? So let's go. So now, do I do I need to bring in Orlando? Um, if if you if you if you you, you gas you gassed. That's fine. We'll, we'll we'll bring him in. We'll bring him in. Robin Lopez. He'll get minutes. Michael Carter. Michael Carter Williams will get minutes. All right. Mo Bamba will get minutes. So there's your well, center you, you, locked up. You skip Gary Harris. He was a starting um, shooting guard for, for Denver. Gary yeah. Harris? Okay, sure. Um, the green Wendell one, Carter Ignis Barzikas. <laughs> I skipped right over him. Terrence Ross. Markel Fultz. Cole Anthony. And... Oh, look at that. Markel Fultz out with me. We missed the rest of the season with a torn ACL. Oh, he's left me according to Adrian Wojnarowski. That was January 6th, though. So, mate, will he be ready by the season? I don't know. I don't know. Jalen Suggs. But this team is shorthanded. It seems like they only got 10 players on the team. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, Chuma's pretty good, too. He'll probably be their starting power forward. Chuma? Jonathan Isaac. You said Chuma? Yeah. Okay. So... That's RJ, like they. This team looks weird. This team it's looks like really a lottery weird. team. Yeah, this team looks weird, right? Does Michael Carter Williams at eight years get minutes over RJ Hampton? Right, and then does Mo Bamba at three years get minutes over Wendell Carter Jr. at three years, or does Robin Lopez, who's the vet at thirteen? That's the guy you're gonna have as like the leading vet on the team, the leader, the guy that galvanized people and say, "Calm down, guys, we can do this." That and that's he's the, the guy. He, he's the guy that needs calming down most of the time, Robin that, Robin Lopez. That's the guy, right? So what? What? I, I, I'm I'm disgusted. I'm not even gonna look at that team anymore. They right? have a lot of guys that play the same position too on that team. Right. Right. Okay. So where where we left off at? Now I think now we start moving into the big dogs, right? The big dogs, i.e. your New Jersey Nets, your – oh, wait. We forgot about Cleveland, right? Cleveland is a sleeper. Cleveland is a sleeper? Okay, let's, let's, let's review them. Let's go on to Cleveland. You seem, you seem to think so, right? All right. Evan Mobley, he's, a, he's good. He's a good piece. Kevin Love, Jared Allen. Isaac Okoro. Isaac Okoro. Torian Prince. Torian Prince, Laurie Marketing. Oh wow, Laurie Marketing. Okay. Seti Osmond's pretty good. Seti Osmond, Colin Sexton, who they're looking to move. Darius Garland. Hmm. That doesn't look too bad. Yeah, they're, they're a sneaky team. Well, all right. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 
So we're missing another guard, unless Isaac Okoro is going to be your two. You know, there's an outside chance that they might be able to trade for Ben Simmons. These guys, that's the way they've been talking about. Colin Sexton and but they, nah, they got to make the money match. The only way you make the money match is if you throw Kevin Love in that deal, and they're that, not going to throw Kevin Love in that deal with, with um. Andre Drummond over there, and 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 Joel Embiid over there, and and Tobias might. Harris over there, like that. I don't I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening at all. Like they might. They, they're they're stuck. They're gonna have to eat the rest of that Kevin Love contract, right? Well, what if, what if they trade Kevin Love and um and Sexton and um, send them to 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 um Philly? Yeah, I'm saying, but why? What what's what interest does Philly have in that? They got Andre Drummond as a big man. They got. Why did Andre Drummond go there? Because he's a dummy. He should have killed nuts. But he's a know, freaking he's idiot. Yeah, he's a yeah. dummy. So, but they, I, I, I don't see it for that. They can't make the money match up. Darius Garland is not making nowhere near, you know, thirty-five. But Kevin Love is though, though, man. So I mean, but Kevin, Kevin Love, Love can, is. Kevin Love can go to Philly and be their starting power forward. Over, over Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris, you slide him to the three. Because Tobias should know, should actually be a three. He's kind of playing out of position. You think so? Okay, uh, that, that that's fair enough. But and then they got Colin, you know, Colin Sexton playing the point guard. You know, with whoever shooters they got over there. So you say Colin Sexton at the one, and then you also say Matisse Thybulle at the two. Oh no, no, no! They got what's his name? Seth Curry, don't they? Or Seth? No, Seth Curry's in in Dallas. Or do they have Seth? No, no. Where's Seth Curry at? Yeah, they got Seth Curry, Philadelphia. Seth. Okay, so Seth Curry at the two, Tobias Harris at the three. Um, yeah, they got the other guy. Uh, I forgot his name. It starts with an S. Shaky, some something like that. Shake Milton. Yeah, Shake Milton. Yeah. Shake Milton. Okay. I mean, I don't. Again, I don't. I don't see the money matching up. Well, you know? look at this roster though. If they get rid of Kevin Love and um Sexton. Uh, and bringing Ben and Ben Simmons over. How does that roster look now with Ben Simmons? Okay, so let's get Kevin Love and Sexton out. So now you have Darius Garland. Is Darius Garland playing? What 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 position is Ben Simmons playing? Is he playing a one? He's gonna have to play one of the four positions at that point. Okay, so Darius Garland at the one. Um, who's at the two? Who's gonna start at the two? Damon Dotson. Uh, no, that would that would have to be um, Isaac Okoro probably. Isaac Okoro at the two, Ben Simmons at the three, right. Then the four. You got Laurie Markkinen. Laurie Markkinen at the four, and Jared Allen. Jared Allen at the five. Mm-hmm. Looks good on paper. On paper, it looks pretty good, man. <laughs> but living on a prayer still. Yeah. Right. So so again. I, I'm just trying to paint the picture. This is this is a long-winded route to get to all this, but my point is, at least from those guys, that that that's easy to Detroit. I'm on Detroit. A lot of people saying this is a sleeper team too. I I I don't really see it, but for for shits and giggles, right? I don't I don't know about sleeper team, but they're gonna be a fun team to watch because they got a lot of a lot of nice youth over there. That's that's gonna be fun to watch. Sadiq Bay. Well, I'll start from the bottom up. Hamadou Diallo, I like this guy. 
Yeah. Queens boy. I want him. I wanted him on this team. All right. Um, let's see. Kate Cunningham, Sadiq Bay, Jeremy Grant, Kelly Olenek, DeAndre Jordan's dumbass. <laughs> just got over there. Idiot. <laughs> Killian Hayes, who's probably not gonna get any minutes. All you right. gotta click him though. He's 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 um slated to be like their starting um point guard, Killian Hayes. Over K Cunningham, they're probably gonna be be together. I I think K might actually he might end up being like like a, a I don't know a forward or whatever. Sadiq Bay's there also, so I mean that's something they're gonna have to figure out. Josh Jackson, you just clicked just now. Yeah, this is this is the to me this is their depth right there. Yeah. Oh wait, nope, and Isaiah Stewart. Absolutely, because he played. Isaiah Stewart. That's their depth. Yeah. Fun to watch, but again, they don't compare to the Knicks. And I'm not. I'm not trying to be a jerk about it. I'm just being real. Like their depth chart doesn't compare. They're. Do, I, I would go. Do so you think far they're a bubble team? Now I'm looking at um, it. They look like they might be a bubble team. No. No. Their their additions, their additions from where they were last year, their additions. This is what they got that they added. Again, no. Hamidou Diallo didn't. Hamidou Diallo didn't play for them last season. He played a little bit. It, it was like a, a midseason um, thing, I, I believe. Okay, so we'll put Hamidou. We'll leave Hamidou Diallo. What? What? I mean, again, continuity, but. One, two, three, four, five. DeAndre Jordan's new. He's probably going to get some off the bench minute. Well, he'll start over Kelly Olenek, if you ask me. But, we'll, yeah, he'll start. Will he start over Isaiah Stewart? Probably. So, DeAndre Jordan's your starting center, right? Back wearing a blue and red jersey. Sure. Will we get to see the old DeAndre Jordan? Absolutely not. We won't because he sucks, right? Um, Was he actually so he ever good, DeAndre Jordan? I think his third year with the Clippers, he was good. He he was just basically a rim runner, just a guy waiting to get a lob. Yeah, he was your premier rim runner. He was like the 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 rim runner you needed, the guy you needed to to look like he was probably like one of the top five rim runners in a game when, when like his third year with the Clippers, I would say. Right. You know, but that's not really saying much because the game was you know in the process of changing anyway, right? So again, Sadiq Bay is your best between Sadiq Bay and Jeremy Grant. Those are your, arguably right now, your two best players. Right. And they're both forwards. Right. Yeah, they the they all play the same position. All right. these guys play the same position. So I'm, 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 no, no need to even look at, in my opinion, no need to look at Detroit. Right. Again, to wrap this all up together, this is talking about the Knicks winning a championship and getting through the East. And right now, the only problem that I see getting through the East that we probably had the most debate about was the Wizards. Yeah, we spent the most time and we gave the most respect to the Wizards out of all these teams. The Boston Wizards. to get our respect. The Wizards, right? Even I mean, look, we went through no, we we Atlanta, Atlanta and the Wizards are probably, right. in my opinion. The two toughest teams as of now that we went through to get past, right? And now we move into the big dogs. 
right? So I'm going to save these, these losers for last. Actually, no, I'm going to get them out of the way now. The New Jersey Nets. I think that's the biggest dog. Who, who's the biggest other Biggest dog. Here? Biggest dog, right? So yeah. Joe Harris is going to play. Uh, why does it keep doing that? Mm, Patty Mills. Patty Mills is going to play, you think? You think Patty Mills is going to start over? What's, well, not, what's my not guy? Start. Not start no, no, just no. on like, in a rotation. What happened to that one guy? Oh, they lost him. Um, Mike James. They lost Mike James? Yeah, I don't think they brought him back, Mike James. What? Wow. But they replaced him pretty good. They got, they got some talent on that roster. They, placed, they basically replaced him with Patty Mills. You put Patty Mills over Mike James? Mike James was a nice piece, man. Yeah, but Patty Mills been doing it for a lot of years, 12 years, and he still could score. He still gave it to the to USA in the summertime. All right, so we go Kyrie Irving. Bruce Brown. Got to give Bruce Brown some, some love Kevin there. Durant. Um, Shamit. Landry Shamit. Blake Griffin, that's who I was looking for. Blake Griffin at the power four. I'm looking at their starting five. This is what I'm looking at. One, two, three, four. And who's their center? Who's going to start? LaMarcus Aldridge is back. They actually said that he came back. No injuries yep. to report. They said do, they look at, do they look at Jal- um, Jaleel Okafor as, as their starting center? Because I don't see a center on their team besides for Aldridge. So what do you, what do you, we want to fight between these two? Have them kill each other over it? Somebody's going to – either somebody's going to blow a blood vessel or blow a knee. Which one? <laughs> Which which one, right? So whatever, them two. That's that's a. If you ask me, they they that starting five alone destroys us. But we keep up with our defense. With with we keep up because of coaching. Do they destroy us though? It's it's really just those three players: Durant, Harden, and and um and Kyrie. Outside of those guys. You know, you got to worry about uh, a guy like Joe Harris doing something to us. You know, getting so those little. So let's come off the bench now. Mm-hmm. Why did I highlight that? I didn't mean to highlight that. Let's come off the bench now. Off the bench, we go. Goddamn. Off the bench, we go Patty Mills, Joe Harris, Landry Shamit. We, we made the Bruce argument. Brown. Bruce Brown. Well, are you going to start Bruce Brown over Landry Shamit? Bruce Brown played pretty good. If he, if he didn't if he didn't come back with with um, the Nets, he, he probably could could actually be in anybody's rotation. He's a decent player. Bruce Brown. Yeah, but are you going to put him over Landry Shamit? This is what I'm asking. Uh, this is this is well, the, you answer the question. Whoever you answer the question with, I'll pop him out. Well, they're, they're comparable talents. So who, who do you want, Landry Shamit? And we're looking at ten man rotation. Right. So uh, I don't know, man. Get, One, two. Right. Well, I mean, they they're gonna be relying on some of these other guys too. This um 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 Siku, whatever his name is, and Cameron Thomas. They're gonna be relying Siku on these Warrior? guys. Yeah. That's that. So all James right, Johnson is Seku Demboya gonna get minutes over Joe Harris at the three? No, because we I get Joe Harris is playing his assess guard. But at 6'6", 220, and all he's doing is shooting, he's probably going to be playing a three. Right. Right? So that's why I got him up there. So the 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 the, the lock 
really is between Landry Shamit and and Bruce Brown. James Johnson too. They brought him in there to be like an enforcer kind of guy. James Johnson, six seven two forty. Is he going to play the power forward? I don't know. I think out of necessity he's going to have to. Who? who I'm, I'm just looking at their roster. I'm trying to figure out who's going to be that guy to help them out to do those little little things. That's that's what they have a problem with. They they don't have anybody that's going to do little things for them. As I take my shot, I mean, you know, definitely that, that's like a, a legit concern for them because outside of the big three, let's say let's say, let's say if um, Kyrie gets hurt again, or you know, is Kyrie vaccinized? That's another thing. You know, yeah, greenhouse, if Kyrie, greenhouse, good looking out, greenhouse. Is Kyrie is that? vaccinated? That we don't know what that might be. But again, I don't want to jump down the rabbit hole with that. No, nah, man, jump down the rabbit hole. But if Kyrie's not vaccinated, that's half the season right there. That's that's forty one games that he's not going to be able to play because he's not right. vaccinated. So if Kyrie don't play forty one games, are they making a play? Are they, are they? Are they? Well, they probably will make the playoffs. They'll make still. the playoffs, right? But they'll they'll make the playoffs and they'll make the playoffs at like the number six, seven, or eight seed. Which yeah, talk about it? You know, it, 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 not that there'll be a hmm. Well, the bubble seven and eight. Yeah. Are they bubble? But I mean, That's look, look at their backup so, guy. It's so crazy to even say that right now. Yeah. Because of those three names, like, and again, I'm not again, I'm not looking at this shit, and I'm not saying that like. I'm I'm really looking at this from a, a a real legitimate bird's eye view. Like Kyrie Irving not playing, only playing 41 games, changes everything. Granted, the guy doesn't play that many games. Person, he's he's bound to get injured anyway, right? Does he stay healthy with only playing 41 games? I don't know. Yeah. Right. Which means he's probably not going to be doing back to. He probably he's going to have a few back to backs away on the road. Like, does he stay healthy? I don't know, right? Well, I mean, you know, they, they got rid of all, all of their guys that they would do the dirty work. They had Jared Allen. They got rid of him. You know, uh, go down the line. They, they got rid of Jeff Green. Jeff Green's not on the roster anymore. So who's going to do the dirty work for them? De- DeAndre Jordan's not there anymore. He wasn't doing you know? anything dirty anyway. Yeah, exactly. Wait, it says, no, 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 no. Somebody said Landry Shaman is on the Suns now. Uh, No, this is – no, he's – he can't be on the Suns. This is yo. You know what? I think he's on the Suns. I, I don't. I, I think they messed that up. I mean, let me look it up myself. Because that that changes a lot too. Well, not so much for the bench, because now Bruce Brown's the guy that you got running it. Yeah, he, he's right? on Phoenix, bro. He's on Phoenix. He's on Phoenix. Okay, so Landry Shamit's off. Too easy. James Johnson, Joe Harris. Patty Mills, and which one of these guys are going to be fighting for center? Let me tell you something. They got three guys on a roster. Kyrie, like I said, Kyrie might not even play half their games. Now you're talking about Harden and Durant doing everything, all the scoring. Who is rebounding? Who is defending? You know what I'm saying? Who's setting these picks? You know, you know what I'm saying? Who is shooting these these um these shots that these guys are going to create double teams and stuff? You, you know, better who's hope doing Blake that Griffin's knee holds up. Because if that, he's going to turn into a role-playing rebounding son of a gun, and he don't do that too well. Yo, look at our roster. Who is guarding Fournier? Who is guarding RJ? Who is guarding Randall? Who is guarding Walker? When we come off the bench, who is guarding Rose? Who is guarding Bur- um, Burks? Who's going to be doing that dirty work to guard the, the players that we have? And this is, and this, and this is what I'm getting at. This, the story is manifesting itself. 
And defense. I, I, I can't tell you that the, the players that they put on this roster is going to play defense. Um, Jaleel Okafor is a center uh, go, to go along with Marcus Aldridge. What kind of defense are they playing? He hasn't done – Jaleel Okafor hasn't done done anything his entire career, I don't think. Yeah, except punching those guys in, in the parking lot that time. Right. So, so again, the New Jersey Nets, it's looking dicey. It's looking dicey, guys. All right? Let's, let's go – to the next big dog. The next big dog is uh Miami. Miami's the fun team to talk about because Miami. They, yeah, to me. And, and I I like this. I like this. This is where it gets competitive, right? Duncan Robinson's gonna play. I'm skipping over Andre Iguodala for now because there's a bit of a problem. Victor Oladipo is gonna play, but will he start? I don't know. Tyler Hero is going to play. Udonis Haslam's not going to play. Jimmy well, Butler. You, you miss some guys. Lowry. Well, you're talking about starting lineup. I'm talking about starting lineup, right? So we'll go Kyle Lowry at the – God damn, why does this keep jumping by itself? Kyle Lowry at the one, right? Now, out of these three, Tyler Hero, Victor Oladipo, Duncan Robinson, who do you start at the two? Holy shit. Well, probably Duncan Robinson, I, I, I guess. Now, okay, so this is a good problem to have for Miami, and this is why it's exciting. Right. Jimmy Butler, obviously at the three. Now, where do you go at the four? Obviously, P.J. Tucker. Right? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. That's your starting lineup. That's crazy, if you ask me. Yeah, well, what excites me the most about it is the is the um their defensive players coming off the bench. You know, Markeith Morris, uh, is there? Uh, uh, what's the name? Damian um Deadman is is coming off the bench. Okay, so so now what do we do at the point guard position? Right, this guy Marcus Garrett is on a two way contract. I have no who who he is. DJ Stewart Jr. He's a rookie. Don't know him. This dude Max Struss. Don't know him. Right? Can Tyler Hero play the one? You know, they, they kind of did play him at the one a lot, uh, Tyler Hero. So Tyler Hero at the one, right? I'm cool with that, right? At the two, are you going Andre Iguodala or are you going Victor Oladipo? You got to go Victor Oladipo, but is Victor Oladipo ready to play? He's not on the injury report. Hmm. He got a lot to prove too, you know? He's not uh, on the injury report. Yeah, so he's got a lot to prove. At the three, where do you go? Do you go Andre Goodell at the three? Or do you go Markeith Morris at the three? Well, Markeith Morris is definitely uh, like a, a power forward center uh, kind of guy. 6'9", 245. Okay, so Andre Goodell at the three. Mm-hmm. 17 years, that guy. It's a lot of years in the NBA. Markeith Morris at the four? Or we, like, so it's got to be Markeith Morris between these yeah. two. Who, who's Markeith Morris at the four? Yeah. And Dwayne Dedman at the five? Eight years? Yeah. Yes, he's good. Now, here we go. Let's scroll over again. Kevin Knox, Evan Fournier, Mitchell Robinson, R.J. Barrett, 
Now there's Noel, Julius Randle, Derrick Rose, Obi Toppin, Kemba Walker. Hmm. You know, Miami set themselves up to bully uh, Giannis, basically, and, and to bully Durant. They set themselves up to bully those guys. I'm cool with they, that. Yeah, because they, they're very top-heavy with the, with the power fours, so they're going to be throwing all kind of bodies at, at, at those particular teams, even Philly, because they're going to be looking to, to body against um, Embiid and stuff. Right. So, so, so again, all right, let's, we, we, we might have to go across, right? Cause this, this is, this is the diciest it's got. Right. This is the diciest it's gotten all, all review of this shit. Right. So starting point guards, champion Kyle Lowry over Kemba Walker. Do those cancel each other out? Yeah. That, that's a, those that's get a washed. Okay. Mm-hmm. At the two. What do you want to do? You want to you want to you want to RJ Barrett at the two or you want to Evan Fournier at the two? What do you want to do? Uh Evan Fournier at the two. Evan Fournier at the two. Got it. So Evan Fournier at the two over who did we say? Duncan. Duncan Robinson. Give or take. It's it's probably like a wash. Maybe Fournier might be better at driving and, and facilitating or whatever. Okay. So that that washes. So that that yeah. clears each other out. Right? right. At the three, Jimmy Butler. Over RJ Barrett because we put him at the three now. Now, who wins that? That's interesting because RJ could ascend into the next step. And if he does that, then then that's a wash as well. If they do that, because Jimmy Butler, quiet as Kev has been kind of, you know, regressing a little bit, passing the ball a little little bit more than than normal. This is the tightest it's been. Now we go at the four. Where do we go at the four? PJ Tucker over Julius Randle. Julius Randle was cooking that guy. Yeah. Julius Randle was cooking that guy. He's just gonna stretch him. That's it. No need to no need to to to, to beat you in the paint. You're not gonna beat me up. You're not gonna beat me up. I'm not gonna let you. And yeah. you can't beat me up because I'm just as big as you. 6'8, 250. PJ Tucker, 6'5, 245. Yeah, he's a little guy. He's really he's a, a he's really a shooting guy. Yeah. But PJ Tucker can play. He's a he's a decent, hefty enforcer. I like that, right? But you ain't you ain't rocking with Juju, man. You ain't make an All Star team yet. You ain't make an All Team, you know, All Team NBA. You haven't done that yet. At, and look at his age too. Nineteen, he's born in eighty five. He's got some age on him. Thirty six yeah, years he's old. He's older than me. He's older than yeah. me, right? So you're not out here messing with the young bucks. So Julius Randle wins that. Now we go to the five. Mitchell Robinson. Over out of bayou, bam out of bayou. Now, the games that we played with Miami, they all were tight last season. Two of those games we played without Mitchell Robinson. Granted, Miami swept us, but two of those games were without Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson's thing is defense, out of bayou does both, but. Adebayo isn't nearly as athletic as Mitchell Robinson, and Adebayo is going to be the ha- be the guy that has to 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 build the extra on the double team. But we got four people. You got a double team. Adebayo can't be the guy to leave for the double team if Mitchell Robinson has that vertical threat. So I'm not saying that Mitchell Robinson is better than Bam Adebayo. I don't want anybody to get that because that is certainly not the case. But I'm saying. That 
because of the way the defense is set up, Bam Adebayo has to be the extra guy to double either Kimball Walker, uh, um, RJ, Evan, or Julius. And that's going to give Mitchell Robinson a lot more wiggle room, right? But, but check it. Um, this guy, Bam Adebayo, he's 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 kind of comparable to Julius Randle in the, in the way that he can um, do various different things on the court. Right. Uh, Mitchell Robinson can stay with him. Mitchell Robinson can. Mitchell Robinson is one of the best big man, you know, switch defenders in the league. And if you can switch defend, then that means you can def- you can stretch defend as well. And, and Bam Adebayo's got a nice mid a nice midi jump shot. Yeah, he's seven foot tall, and you're talking about PJ Tucker, six five, and and they're starting center six nine. Where are they going? So again, this this I think this whole starting lineup is like a, like, you know what I mean? It, it, they they all come together, all all five of them come together. Where it's just like you can make a case either way, but then you go down that depth chart. And this is where things get dicey for Miami. Because, again, now we go Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose, assuming that Tyler Hero is starting, I mean, it's coming off the bench at the point guard. Derrick Rose over Tyler Hero. It might, it might, I, I guess you could give him a little bit of respect to watch that. You could watch that too. Okay, but, but you get, you give, you kind of give the, the edge to Rose because of the experience and that, that type of thing. Okay, Leadership. Victor Oladipo, eight-year injury-prone Victor Oladipo over two-year Al- Emmanuel no, no. What about Alec Burke? Him and Alec Burke are kind of comparable. I, 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 well, we, if we go on position, position, sure, we'll go Alec you. Burke. We'll go Alec yeah. Burke. Alec Burke's injuries are nowhere near comparable to Victor Oladipo's injuries. Right. Right? I think if we go Alec Burke, Alec Burke wins that, if yeah. you ask me. As of right now, Alec Burke wins that. But for the sake of continuity in positions, we'll go Victor Oladipo on Emmanuel quickly. Right. Who wins that battle? Um, that's that also wash? that's also a wash too because uh, Victor has a lot to prove and Emmanuel quickly is going to come up as well. So, okay. So now we go to the three, which is Alec Burke and. Duncan Robinson. Was Duncan Robinson our starter? I think we had him starting. Duncan Robinson. No, Jimmy Butler's the starter at the three. Oh, no, Duncan Robinson started at the two. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Andre Iguodala. I think we got the we got the got the upper hand, I think. (laughs) That's tough because Andre Iguodala is very good defensively, but 17 years is 17 years, bro. Yeah. 17 years and 10 years, like seven years, a seven-year difference means a lot in life. Yeah, you know, Iguodala's been playing in the NBA since I was in high school. That's crazy, right? It's <laughs> fucking crazy, yeah. So, so where do you go? What do you do for that? Alec Burke or Iguodala? Uh, Alec Burke at this stage of the game. Okay, Alec Burke. All right. Now, we go, who do we have at the four? PJ Tucker. No, was PJ Tucker starting? Yeah, we we had him starting at the power forward. PJ Tucker, yep. Markeith Morris and Obi Toppin. That's 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 our Achilles heel, really, because we got we don't know what Obi's going to give us. Right. And we assume that he's going to play well, but how well is he going to play against a team like this? Right. This is a muscle here. 
Right. And now the automatic cancel each other out and Dwayne Deadman in in Nerlens Noel. They cancel yeah. each other out. Yeah. You know, so they, so again, this is this is tough to look at. This is as tough as it gets. Right here, Miami, as tough as it gets. There's no way around that. Like, this can go either way. Again, I'm going back to the stars aligning. Going back to the stars aligning, right? Age is a factor with this team. And injury yeah, speak, is a factor with our age. I, I wasn't in high school. I was, I was about 25 as well. Me and, me and Tricky Nikki are about the same age. Right. Yeah. All right. So let's go. Let's, let's move on, right? Miami is the toughest. We would agree it thus far between Miami – Washington and Atlanta. Would you agree with that? Yeah, that's it. Okay. And that's funny. Doesn't that sound silly? That sounds silly. That sounds silly, but we went through it and we went through it objectively. We, it's not like we yeah, went through I'm it not. on some awesome fanboy, you know, bullshit, you know. I'm not I'm not bringing up no bullshit, people. This is why I'm saying the Knicks could very well win a championship this year. I don't want to we, we would have to go through the West on another day, right? Right. But the West, they got their own problems. They got their own big problems. Well, just just through a big boy kind of thing. Like if there's like like one or two teams you think can come out the West, who who will be in the finals to go against the Knicks? Because I don't know about Phoenix. You know, Phoenix might might be there, but they they signed Alfred Payton. <laughs> Alfred Payton was a big off season acquisition. Definitely not the Clippers because Kawhi is out. Right. I think you have to, because of who he is, you have to put the Lakers there, man. Like, you have to. Um, Jamar, Jam, Jamal Murray is out, so you can't really count Denver unless he's healthy by the playoffs. Well, Tricky Nicky says Jazz and the Lakers. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Jazz, bro. Uh, Tricky Nikki, you you took it right out. I'm like omitting everybody. I'm right, not counting so Portland. I'm not counting Sacramento. Obviously, I'm not counting Dallas. I'm not counting Memphis. I'm not counting San. Damn sure not counting San Antonio. It's it's got to be those two. I would say you would have to do three, and it would be Jazz, Lakers, and just putting respect on Phoenix's name because they made it to the championship. You got to throw them in there. So between those three. Those three, but in that order, Lakers, Jazz, Phoenix, in that order. Well, let's say let's say the Jazz make it to the finals because let's say the injury bug hits the Lakers and they don't make it again for whatever reason because that's possible because they got a lot of old guys on that team. So if if the Utah Jazz make it, like um, uh, you, you have it ready? Yeah, yeah I'm about uh, to pull them up right now. Utah right. Jazz. Yeah, go go through it, man. I I just I just went through it on, on my on my phone here just now. Utah Jazz. All right. So the Mike Knicks made Conley it to the finals right now, and we got the Jazz. We're playing against the Jazz. All right, hold on. Let me let me take. All right. And Nerlens. Nerlens. Okay. So we go. Mike Conley, Joe Ingles, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. Eric Pascal, I don't know. Mm. Rudy Gay, they got Rudy Gay at the four. Rudy Gay, I don't at the know four. that. Okay, that's okay. their five. 
Yeah. Wait, Ruke is 6'8", 250? Yeah. Now, Mike Conley, Kemba Walker, Wash. Yep. Right? Donovan Mitchell, Evan Fournier. Donovan's going to cook him. <laughs> or Donovan Mitchell, RJ. It's a little better matchup, but I think on Donovan Mitchell. Donovan wins that, right? Yeah. Okay. Joe Ingles, Evan Fournier. That's a wash. Okay. Rudy Gay, Julius Randle. Julius Randle's going to cook that kid, man. Cook that old and, man. And the guy that I don't show any respect to, Rudy Gobert and Mitchell Robinson. With all due respect, that's a wash, too. Head-to-head matchup. So, so now, now I mean, your outliers are who? Donovan Mitchell and Julius Randle, that either one of those can give you 35 on any crazy given night. Yo, Donovan Mitchell going to have to get 50. Because I, I think our defense is going to be good enough to, to at least um, keep these guys on, on, um, in, in check. Because, I mean, you want to talk about guys like Bogdanovich. He, he's good. Bogdanovich is good. Uh, Jordan Clarkson is another guy. Their bench, really, is going to be the ones that's, that's really going to give us the problem. Now, you know, Tricky Nicky have- gives Gobert the upper hand. But I'm telling you, I don't – like, oh, I wish I'm, – I'm, I'm, uh, Rudy Gobert and, Ju- and, and Mitchell Robinson are the same guy to me. Yeah, they're the same guy. Just one of them makes more money. Yeah, they've, they've well, you know, Rudy Gobert. He's basically been fourteen and thirteen the last couple of years. You know, but you can't give him the ball and say, "Give me a basket." No, you can't. His fourteen and thirteen has literally come from rim run, rim running, rim rim running and putbacks. And it yeah. just so happens that he's got a lot of that because you got a lot of players that can't finish. They got players that can shoot, but players that don't finish. Right, so if that's the championship lineup, we got a shot. I'm telling you, we have a shot. <laughs> we have a shot, and we win that. And Donovan Mitchell wants a trade. Hey, I'm not gonna go down a rabbit hole. We're not gonna do that. Not this episode, right? Let's go. Imagine let's go back that. to the east. <laughs> let's go back to the east, right? So who are we left with? We're left with the last three powerhouses, which is. Um, Philadelphia, which we'll get to them, Milwaukee, and oh no, Philly and Milwaukee. That's it. Well, we basically talked about Philly because when we was talking about the trade with, with Cleveland, Philly don't got nothing outside let's of NBA. Go into it. Let's build into it just, just for just for clarity, right? Just for clarity. Danny Green's here. He's a dirty work guy, right? Uh, Shake Milton, Andre Drummond, Matisse Thybulle. Seth Curry, they're locked jammed at guard. Ben Simmons, got to count him just for now. Where you at, Joel? Joel Embiid. Okay, now, starting five. Oh, where's Matisse Dabiel at? Oh, Tobias Harris. Okay, Tobias Harris. Okay, so Joel Embiid, take Shake Milton out. Now, what do you do here? Joel Embiid at the five. Matisse Thybulle is playing the forward or the four. Ben Simmons is going to pay the one. Who's playing the two? It's got to be between these two. 
Well, or Matisse, Shake Milton. Yeah, Shake Milton's another guy. But they also got that guy Kurzmas too. The, uh, Furkan. Kurzmas, right? Yeah, he's decent also. Now, but so okay, big problems now. Big problems. Who do you big choose? Problems. Who do you choose? Yeah, Shake Milton is part of that group too. The only the only guy here that's guarding R.J. Barrett and Evan Fournier, Matisse Dabio, but he can't right. shoot. He can't shoot. So so what do you what do you do? You put him in, and as of right now, you run Ben Simmons, two non shooters. Because if you take Matisse Dabio out, and you put in Corkmaz. Or you put in Seth Curry. Let's go that way. Let's go that way. Or ben if Simmons. You, if you over, run um, Danny Green also, but he, he's like a 12-year vet. What do you run him at? You run him at the three? Danny Green, I don't know. Who's their power forward over there? Their power forward has been Tobias Harris. Exactly. Well, who, who else is backing him up there? Who? What other big man do they have over there besides Drummond? Drummond's the center. Uh, they got a two-way guy, rookie. I don't know. <laughs> Paul Reed? Who the hell is that? He went to DePaul? Uh, whatever. Yeah, now, he was a rookie last year. Yeah, yeah. So what do you, what do, you do here? George Niang? Iowa State? Where's that? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know these guys, right? And they're still top-heavy on contracts, to say the least. Yeah. To say the least. Look at this. 35 million, 35 million, 35 million. So the guy that's been complaining to leave has got to go. This team is in freaking shambles right now, people. And, and people, are, people are penciling on oh, 76ers in there as, as if the, this stuff is not going on. They totally wow. ignored it until Ben Simmons said that he's not coming back. And I call I called this. I call this when their four top players, bro, they had nobody on their team other than their top four two seasons ago, which was Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Al Horford, which he got a bag. I don't know fucking how he got a bag. Al Horford and Tobias Harris all making over $32 million a year, right? I said, yo, if they don't move one of those contracts, they're in basketball purgatory for the next 10 years, right? Sure enough, they went and gave Ben Simmons a bag, and then they were able to somehow convince Oklahoma City to take it. But they also Oklahoma City was like, "Yeah, we'll take him, but you gotta get fleeced with draft picks." So there goes the start of you going to basketball purgatory again, right? And Elton Brand is a wild man, bro. He, he should have be been out of there. Shit you drinking, man? Right, right along with Brett Brown, he should have been out of there. Right along with him. Should have been out of there, but that's neither here nor there, right? So again, they got a problem at they got a problem at the power forward position, which Tobias Harris held his own offensively against Julius Randle, but Julius Randle was still eaten with Philadelphia, right? They I would even go so far as to say they got a problem with Garden Obi Toppin too right now. Their defense don't look good. 
This team doesn't look good right now. This team is in shambles. The only thing they got right now, if you ask me, are those three. And I'm only I'm only putting Andre Drummond up there because I'm not going to discount averaging more than 15 points, creating his own shot, and grabbing 11 rebounds a game with Detroit for a while. I'm not going to discredit that. But now he's coming off that bench, which is the same role he was doing with the Lakers, right? I'm I'm like, you you can't convince me. I'm I'm sorry, like a lot, of, like I'm still high on Drummond. I get what he did, but you can't convince me. 13, 13, 16, 13, 15, 17, 17, 17, 17, 14, 17, and then 11. Right. And then look at the look at the steals through. and blocks and assists. And and right. Blocks, 1. 1.6, 1.6, 1.9, 1.4, 1, 1.6, 1.7, 1.6, 1.7. That's that's top of the league right here. That's top of the league right there. Up until Toronto, which is nothing, because he played a few games in Toronto. He played a few games with Cleveland. Well, that's a total between Cleveland and, and, and the Lakers. TOT well, is total. No, no, no. Oh, total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Total. I'm sorry. I didn't see the underline. I said Toronto. Okay, yeah. Cleveland Lakers total. 1.4, which is still not bad. Assists for a big man. Two, two assists. Total rebounds. 12 rebounds. Let's go to rebounds. 7, 13, 13, 14, 13, 16, 15, 15, 15, 11, 12. He he was at the top of the rebounding league, a, a rebounding stat for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years. You can't discredit that, regardless of how bad Detroit was. He was an all-star twice. You can't discredit that. That skill set of being able to box out players and grab boards, that just doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't drop. That doesn't drop out. You don't just lose that, right? So again, at the big man position, which really isn't saying much because nobody's really guarding Mitchell Robinson, right? Mitchell Robinson's right. got to work. Nolan's Noel's got to work. So that's where they that's where they dwell. That's where they they thrive at Philadelphia. Good job. <laughs> Good job. They didn't right? get better, man. But jo- Joel Embiid's going to be averaging, you know. 29 between 29 and 31 minutes a game. He's going to be averaging. So Andre Drummond, the guy who was averaging some pretty decent minutes his entire career, is going to be taken aback. So you can just cut those in half. Cut I want to talk about injuries half. too. Jo- Joel Embiid, he's always hurt every time. Always you look around. hurt. Always hurt. So that means that the guy that you're going to have leading the way is Tobias Harris, my people. Because Ben Simmons is supposed to be leaving. You're gonna have to get a pretty package. So this is this is your core right here. Shake Milton. No Seth. oh and Tyrese Maxey. And Seth Curry. That's your core. And you put that core up against, you know, that 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 off bench against Derrick Rose, Obi Toppin, quickly, Alec, Alec Burke, Burke. Emmanuel quickly. And Nerlens Noel. And the only thing that really gets exploited is Nerlens Noel, if you ask me. Right. And then our rookies are good, too. We didn't even talk about um, Jericho Sims, freaking um, I don't even want to count them. I don't even want to count them yet just because the the minutes and we know know our coach. Right. We know our coach very well, right? But just talent-wise, you were talking about practice and stuff like that? 
Now, Tom Thibodeau, Doc Rivers, Wash. They cancel yeah. each other out. Yeah. So now you just have the skill set of these players. Bro, we're looking at this as objective as possible. Love, Tricky Nikki. We're looking at this as objective as, pop, as possible, people. This isn't me trying to make up some bullshit. I'll be the first to say it. We're going through, we're going through it all the way. Now we got the biggest of the big dog. You know. Allegedly. Allegedly, right now. Where you at? Uh did I forget my ABCs? Milwaukee. There we go. Milwaukee. You gotta turn your head down headphones down a little bit, though. I'm hearing the echo. Turn my headphones down. Hold up. I got you. Yeah, because you took them off your ears. That's that's what happened. Okay, cool. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So we're going automatic Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Brooke Lopez, and who they had at the two? Um, it was PJ Tucker. Well, he was at the four. PJ Tucker. Okay, so Pat Giannis is playing the four. Obviously, yeah. Brooke Lopez at the the five, Drew Holiday at the one, Chris Middleton at the three. Do you go Pat Connaughton? I don't know. Six foot five, two hundred nine pounds. I don't know. Do they do they stop Bobby Portis at this at this point? Mm, hell no. Unless you plan on moving Giannis to the three. I don't know why they have him at forward guard. That's weird. But you move Giannis to the three. You move Giannis to the three, and that becomes a problem. Yeah. That becomes a real problem. So, so it's, probably, it's probably Pat then. Pat, if, you, if you're going to keep Giannis at the four. Okay, keep Giannis at the floor, Pat Connaughton. Yeah. So that's your starting five, mm-hmm. right? So let's go our starting five. Kemba, RJ, Ev, uh, Evan Fournier, Julius Randle, where you at, Money Mitch, Mitchell Robinson. Okay. Brooke Lopez, Mitchell Robinson. Uh, I think Mitchell Robinson can can defend him, so okay. it, might, it might be a, it might be a nice little wash. Now, can Brooke Lopez defend Mitchell Robinson pick and roll? He's slow footed. That that's the problem. Mitchell Robinson wins that for me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Brook Lopez can stretch the floor like he he magically turned it around a few years ago, but Mitchell Robinson can defend the three. Yeah, he's arguably the best three-point defending center we have seen. Yeah, don't, now, don't get me started with that. <laughs> we granted, already did like a, a seven-hour podcast. On I know, show. I know. Yeah. Granted, granted, he's not going to be playing that type of role, right? Right. But we agree defensively, Mitchell Robinson can hold his own, but offensively. Brooke Lopez is not guarding the pick and roll because Mitchell Robinson's too quick, too agile, jumps out the gym. Mitchell Robinson wins that for me, yeah, hands down. Although Brooke Lopez, 13-year vet, tricks up his sleeve, showed some real grit in the finals. Yeah, he can right? still score inside. You're giving the ball. He's, he can kind of still score inside too. 
I'm I'm giving the edge to Mitchell Robinson, right? So now we go to the four. Giannis Antetokounmpo and Julius Randle. I made the argument on the last show that there was only four players, that, that you couldn't get me four power forwards to guard Julius Randle. This is one of the guys that I named that can guard him. Can Julius Randle at all-team NBA top four defenders in the league as far as points allowed, does he guard super-duper star Giannis Antetokounmpo? He can't. He can't. He can't. You've seen it so many different times. You know, Julius Randle sitting on an island and it's just um, Giannis just turning around and just banging him, you know, embarrassing him and so, stuff. But, you know, team def- team defense, if you're playing a five-man against five-man, we can we can isolate um, Antetokounmpo for, for the most part. And you know, offensively, we can we can get Julius Randle open, you know, to get his little things. So in a team concept, you know, I, I think that Julius Randle will be fine. But one on one, it's like it's like a no contest. Giannis kills him. Okay, so we'll go Giannis. Giannis by far got you, Tricky Nikki. We on the same page again. I'm just being Socratic. I'm just being Socratic. I'm just throwing the questions out there, right? Chris Middleton and R.J. Barrett. Or Evan Fournier. Well, if you put him with RJ Barrett, that's a wash. I think they're both the same exact player. I think okay. RJ. I think it's possible RJ can could get right up to where Chris Middleton is, which is not that far from him. Okay. So, do you think RJ's next step offensively, outside of you know the the dribble, you know dribble, you know dribble moves, creating your own shot off the dribble? Do you think RJ's next step is Chris Middleton? Yeah, I think that's probably like the next step there. Okay, because again, for me, you know, if you ask RJ to do everything that he was supposed to, everything that he did last year, but more consistently, he is Chris Middleton. But if you ask him, again, I said this before, and people jumped down my throat. Now I hear a lot of people talking about it now. But if you ask RJ to increase what he can do off the dribble, he's Paul Pierce. But again, I'm I'm the bad guy for saying that, and now all of a sudden, like we got a lot of people that's starting to say that now. But nonetheless, yeah, but Paul Pierce is one of the best offensive, um, you know, one-on-one players, especially you know the 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 league has seen. Man, he he invented all that side stepping, step back, three pointer bullshit that people do now. He invented that shit. Sure, sure, sure. But the one thing that he's missing, one thing that RJ is missing is dribble move. Right, dribble move. That's the one thing he's missing in that comparison. Right, if you ask me. So yeah. whatever we, we we don't want to dig too too deep down that rabbit hole, but Chris Middleton R J that washes, right? And then you go um why do I have Pat Connaughton up here? Drew Holiday, uh, yeah. Oh okay yeah Pat Connaughton and Evan Fournier. Yeah well I'm I'm looking at it now too because I'm I was I don't know why I was looking at Giannis as, as a three, but um Divincenzo was was like their big guy before he got hurt, so Divincenzo might actually be the starting uh, shooting guard there. DiVincenzo, May 28th. I'm glad you brought that up because that's why I didn't bring him. Suffered a tension injury in his foot. Will miss the rest of the playoffs, according to Shams of the Atlantic. So he's out for the playoff. A tendon injury. We don't know what that is. Eh. Yeah, that's tough. We don't know what that is. Didn't, 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 we had a guy that had a tendon injury over there in New Jersey, right? Not saying whatever. Let's not go too deep into that. Yeah. All right. But anyway, 
you know, you want to say DiVincenzo? Okay, fine. DiVincenzo over Pat Connaughton. DiVincenzo versus Evan Fournier. 6'4", 205. I think you can give it to Fournier there. Fournier gets it. Or let's take him out and we'll go back. Pat Connaughton. Pat Connaughton over Evan Fournier. Where do you go? It might be the same results there. Okay. So Evan Fournier's got that. And then Drew Holiday. This is where it gets dicey. Drew Holiday and our guy, Kemba Walker. You know, Drew Holiday's main thing is not really scoring, because scoring, I feel like the whole playoffs, he almost let the Bucks down the whole playoffs, Drew Holiday. But his defense, though, sometimes when he locks on defense, he plays some really, really, really good defense, man. You know what I'm saying? But he's going to have to play de defense of his life to keep Walker out of it. And then once, once, he, once he got Walker locked down, Rose can come off the bench and take him off the off the dribble too. So he got his work cut out for him there with those two guys. Where it's cut out, right? Yeah. So then we go down the depth chart. Who's coming off the bench at the one? Is it George Hill? Is it? I don't know who this guy is. Where's where's their depth? Bobby Portis is going to come off the bench at the four, mm -hmm. right? Who's coming off the bench at the five? This guy Forbes is, is Forbes still on the team there? Brian Forbes. Brian Forbes. Okay, so he's coming off the bench at the two. Yeah. And then who's coming off the bench at the three? Rodney Hood or DiVincenzo? Right, not DiVincenzo. We say Rodney Hood. Mm -hmm. Now again. Here's my last guy. One, two, three, four. Who am I missing? Oh, Alec oh, Burke. Oh, Alec Burke. Yep. What do we do, people? Does does George Hill guard Derrick Rose? Hell no. Does Brian Forbes guard Emmanuel quickly at 6'2, 205? You need a little, you gotta be a little bit bigger than that. You gotta be a little bit bigger than that. It's not definitely not a wash, right? Emmanuel quickly showed what, what he can do. I think Emmanuel quickly wins that. Does Ronnie Hood guard Alec Burke? They're arguably about the same player, but I I I just like Alec Burke a lot better because of his ball handling things like that. Okay, being able to actually take over a game. Alex Burke has shown he could do that. So now we can look at this one both ways. Does Bobby Portis guard his replacement? Who, Nerlens or Obi? No, Obi. That's going to be interesting. Um, what's the name, Bobby? Um, Portis don't have no lateral movement. Can't run the floor either. Yeah. I think it's Obi. I, I mean, Milwaukee looks, Milwaukee, Milwaukee looks close, right? Just off of that alone. Because Nerlens Noel isn't getting you anything, right? And because Nerlens Noel is not getting anything, and these guys don't really have an off the bench center like that, that that kind of cancels each other out. If you ask me, because Bobby Portis is probably going to be the five there, and Rodney Hood be the four. 
Like they're just lighting their ass after PJ Tucker leaves. And PJ Tucker was just a six five stocky guy that was like, he'll play four guard. You know what I mean? So again, somebody said, you know, what oh, the NAS is onto the Cooper. You're six six, bro. No, 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 Jordan Norwar. Is that that what just came up? I don't know. Yeah. Who wait, hold on. Uh uh, what do you say? He went back to the Spurs this offseason. Who went back to the Spurs? Forbes. Ryan Forbes on the Spurs. Oh, okay. Back on the Spurs. So that changes a lot for them too, because you know, Forbes, Forbes was kind of a good player for them coming off oh, the they bench. They got Bobby Portis up here twice. That's weird. Okay, whatever. Listen, what point is oh, Grayson Allen? Dude. You forgot about Grayson Allen up top. He's a bum too, though. <laughs> what are we what are we doing here, man? So again, we we, we just laid the narrative out to you people. It's not very far fetched. The only thing that we're hope the only stars that we need to align, in my opinion, this season is our two point guards stay healthy and Obi top and pops. If everybody plays the same way they played last season and our two point guards stay healthy and Obi top and pops, we are competing for a championship. Yeah. It's not, it's not far off. It's also the outside chance that we can make a, a, a Rasheed Wallace kind of trade too. I, I I I don't want to again. Cool with the rabbit hole stuff. I'm cool right. with it. I'm I'm looking at it from a face value. If you want to go down a trade rabbit hole, if if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. And that reminds me for my next shot. Okay. <laughs> if if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. And I'm cool with that. Yeah. You know, you said it. You said it just there. Face value for face value. We looked at everything face value. Not looking at any variables, things of that nature. If everything stayed the same, just roster to roster. Next winning championship in 2021, 2022, it, it looks it looks good. The chance, chances look pretty good. And and to 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 Jarrell, Mitch being healthy is huge, but let's not act like he was just this super unhealthy guy. That narrative, that narrative is bullshit. It's so bullshit. Like he got injured two big injuries twice on the same season. Four games apart. Like, he broke his hand, was out for a month and a half to two months, came back, and in four four games broke his foot. That's freak stuff. Before that, it was like 61 games, 66 games. You know what I mean? And then down to 40-something games. For more more talk about Mitchell Robinson, please go to the last podcast that we did. (laughs) It was like eight eight hours, you know, talking about Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. You know, so th- it's not it's not far fetched. Mitchell Robinson will be healthy. He will be healthy. He, you know, super limber guy. He'll be fine. I'm not worried about him. You say I'm jinxing Mitch. <laughs> Gregory says I'm jinxing Mitch. <laughs> no man, it's just it's just real. It is what it is, man. You know, it. it th- what we need is not to hit the injury bug, the injury bug down the stretch. You know. And we have enough depth. We haven't even I, – and I purposely did that not to, you know, take slight of these guys. 
which showed promise. Not so much Amir Sims, but the other three showed promise. Well, right there with the injury bug, if we get the injury bug, those guys can fill those spots easily. Easily. Yeah, I have confidence in those guys better than some of the guys that we that we heard on some of these other teams. You never heard a, a day in our lives. You know Ready? what I'm saying? They, they're supposed to help those teams um, in the case of injury. And I want to I want to do this. I want to remind everybody. I want to remind everybody. Let's see something real quick. Atlanta, what did they say? Oh man, we need a backup point guard. That's what Atlanta said, right? Yeah. We need a backup point guard. Weren't we supposed? We were supposed. To, everybody was like, "We we need Sharif Cooper." This is the Knicks Knicks fans. We need Sharif Cooper. Then we got this guy, and this guy, Miles McBride, picked him up full court the whole game. Put him in his back pocket, and and he only had seven points in the preseason outing. Against Miles McBride, seven points and like three or four turnovers or something like that, right? Locked so, his ass up. Locked him. Locked him the hell up. So what? What do we got with these two? I'm again. I'm not saying there's one better than the other. One is a proven star. The other one is a guy we got late in the draft. I'm not saying that. I'm just yeah. saying. This guy, this guy, Josh, he keeps coming in at the end of the podcast, you know, with all the stuff to say. But we did like damn near two hours worth of explaining our, our case, man. So you definitely got to go back and, yeah, uh, Josh. and skim through that, man. Josh, and you know, and, and it's because Josh has been my arch nemesis for yeah, the last two years. So he's gonna yeah. he's gonna come in and he's gonna say something real slick. But I made a solid case for everybody. So please, Josh, before you come in with your shenanigans. Right, I know you out there on the West Coast. Right, I think you're on the West Coast right now. I know you somewhere. Right, take the time, go back and listen to what we're really saying. Right, and really look at what we put on the screen. We kept the screen up the whole time so the fans can see what's going on. Right, it's not far off. If anything, our 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 biggest problems, based off of the way we see it right now, our biggest problems are Miami, Milwaukee. And Washington on the east. On the west, it's the Lakers, it's Utah, and it's Phoenix. Well, we didn't even say we didn't even say the Bucks. We were saying Atlanta. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Atlanta. Oh yeah, Atlanta. We yeah, we did say that. We did say Atlanta. We took the Bucks out because they don't have real depth after the starting lineup. So yeah, Atlanta. But Atlanta's stock gap. Yo, Josh, I'm your I'm your number one fan, man. When everybody was shitting on you and whatever, I was the guy that was saying that yo, Josh is is like one of the best, uh, you know, you know, podcasters out there. Now look at you, you know. Now everybody they could talk all their junk, but they they tune in every single time you you post something. Every time you make a podcast, they tune in right right in there to see you, man. So he says he says Brooklyn isn't a problem. What am I sipping? This is what I'm sipping, and we already went into why Brooklyn's not a problem. Yeah, man, you gotta we you gotta scroll heavy, to find that. You gotta you gotta you gotta go find that. We went into why, we went into why Brooklyn's not a problem. And and first off, shame on you for calling them Brooklyn. They're not Brooklyn. They are New Jersey, New Jersey. All right, <laughs> that's what we do over here. So again, we we went over why. I, it's not it's not far fetched, guys. It's not it's not that far fetched. I don't I don't see 
I'll be the first one to say it. I've already, you know, indirectly prophesized us drafting Obi Toppin. Right? I've already indirectly prophesized us getting Kemba Walker. Right? I need one more thing to prophesize. And I'm telling you right now. What is an indirect prophesize, man? What are you talking about? Here's what is why. Indirect, what, indirect yeah, prophesize. What's the indirect prophecy? What is All right. That? So when everybody was losing their mind, we want Kyrie and KD. I said, no. I want Kemba and KD because they were on the same the same year. I so said, you, you're talking about two years prior? You're talking about that the, you're, you're, you're the uh, we got prophecy? We got him, my friend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Poppy ain't no snitch. Oh, my God. I we got, got him. I wanted Kemba, right? I bought my son the number eight jersey with his name on it. Eight minutes before the draft, eight minutes before, they told us we got the number eight pick, and we drafted Obi Toppin. I give you that. I give you that. In, in, in direct prophecies. I give you that. Right? <laughs> so, so, you know, I'm saying now, we just went through the whole thing. There's no reason. There's no reason. The stars don't align. Look, Greenhouse knows. LOL, the number eight. Greenhouse knows. There's no reason. The stars aligning. The story is right. You got your 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 coach that came back home that that's coaching for the team he wanted to play for. You got your your all-star who's already talking about wanting to win a championship. You got your your, your, the 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 positions that we've been wanting to get filled for the last fifteen years, we filled them, and now nobody's really even discussing that point guard position no more, right? Nobody's really really big talking about it. Accidental premonition. I like that one. Nobody's really talking about the point guard position anymore because they're like, oh, we got we got really five guys that can play the point guard or that can play quasi point guard, right? Kemba Walker's a point guard. Derrick Rose is a point guard. They're grooming, clearly grooming Emmanuel quickly to try to be a point guard. Alec Burke can play it, although he's not supposed to. He's done it. And then Deuce, five guys. Accidental to uh, premonition. That's what is that? Like, like four shots in? <laughs> you know, yeah, the, like, uh, <laughs> a, a, a drunk. That's what that is. Being <laughs> being an alcoholic. You know. So I, I mean. Whatever, whatever you whatever you want to call it. Evergreen been selling bean pies in the finals cause people wear both. <laughs> yo, yo, Evergreen, not for nothing. I totally see you with a freaking uh, a bow tie and final call, final call. <laughs> <laughs> I totally see you. Get your bean pies in. <laughs> you know, it's 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 again. I'm not bean pie, brother. I'm not. Hey, man. Hey, man. We don't do. We don't eat no pork over here. I really don't eat pork too. That's what's funny about it. Um. Yeah. So again, this is this is not to. I'm. I really put some real thought into this. You know, and I and I was trying my best to do it without being the emotional. The emotional Nick fan, like very analytical. The emotions would eventually came. It would, it would eventually come out, but a lot of it was, you know, we we went through the whole thing. We analyzed, you know, Chicago is a wash. 
We, I mean, we should be able to easily get through them. They have zero continuity. Damn, everybody on that team is new. The people that they had retained from last season, they were new, right? Charlotte, their lockjam is the forward position. What are they going to do there? They have nothing. They have no answer for the big man, right? Miami is an outlier. They're the deepest that we can go against, right? Brooklyn, while they look deep, they're just that three, and Kyrie Irving's not vaccinated. If if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. I got you. Kyrie's not vaccinated. You have your top three, and after that, their bench is depleted, right? After you get past that top three, their bench is depleted. I mean, they have no center. They have no center. Lamarcus Aldridge is coming back. Right, they moved DeAndre Jordan to Detroit for Jaleel Okafor for Christ's sake. Jaleel Okafor of all people, right? What happened? What happened to uh, 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 KD and Kyrie? Those are my boys. What happened to that? All that tra- all that shit he was talking about. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't play any games for the Knicks. All that shit he was talking went over to Brooklyn. Played second fiddle to Jared Allen. They moved Jared Allen. Following the season, they moved his broke ass. Right after after the big three, which are horrible defenders, the only one that's a good defender is KD. After the big three, there's no depth. There's no depth. Then you go to Miami. After their starting five, which if you match them up, there's no depth. The deepest teams that we're going against is Miami and, in, in my opinion, Washington. As crazy as it sounds. So what do you say? I think – what do you say? Uh, I would say I think the Kyrie vaccination thing is real. That might be a huge story coming into the season. Wouldn't be surprised if Kyrie retires. I wouldn't be either. And now that's 41 ga- – if he plays, that's only 41 games, which – He'll probably play back-to-backs in, on the road, and he'll probably get hurt like he always does every season. So and he'll probably take take days off for that barbecue, you know, the, the barbecues and baby showers and shit like that that he, that he did last year. So 41 games. That means you got James Harden and, and KD. Like the, the, the depth for, for, for the New Jersey Nets is not there, people. It's just, it's just top-heavy. It's like when you see when you see a when you see a bad chick walking down the street and she got big old booty and no no titties. Like damn, she thick as hell. As soon as you run up on her, hey ma, hey ma, and you look at her and she got a butter face. Say titties again. Titties. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't you know, think I ever want to hear you say titties ever again. Like. You know, it's weird. It's whatever. I'm a, I'm a 90s baby. I'm an 80s baby. What do you Is want it titties? Titties. But after that, what do you have, New Jersey? What do you have? Boston? No depth at the bigs at all. And Jalen Brown is out right now. Might I might I remind you injury reports right here. I don't it's not it's not me saying it. Where's he at? Up top Jalen Brown. That boy had wrist surgery. Hope he'll be retained by training camp. Again, is that HOP word? Hope. Hope, 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 hope. All right. So it's it's this. It's, it's, this is not far fetched. The a biggest big point deal. Too. 
check out this point that that um, Julio's saying that if um, if the Nets play in MSG, if um, Kyrie's not vaccinated, that he can't play in MSG either. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so so <laughs> what are we what are we doing here? Do we sweep that? T- All right. Do we sweep Brooklyn without Kyrie? It's possible. I mean, you know, with with Durant, Durant got to drop fifty. Harden got to drop fifty, and they can. They both of those two guys by themselves can drop hundred points by themselves, you know, if they had to. But who was rebounding? Who's guarding our guys? You know, because they can get they can get fifty or forty. They can get forty a piece all they want. But somebody got to guard Julius. Somebody got to guard Walker. Somebody got to guard Fournier. Somebody got to guard all the guys that we have. Now, mind you, somebody got to rebound. So look, so put put Josh up there. Don't forget. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Boston's bigs are better than ours. Al Horford cooked Mitchell Robinson last season prior to Mitchell's injury, and they got Ennis. Okay. Okay. That's about it. But we're talking about the, the rest of their, their squad. Okay. So, so is who who's guarding Julius Randle on that team? That's a good big Ennis, question. Ennis Cantor. Got a 44 piece dropped on him. A 44 piece, a 40 piece with, with, with four biscuits dropped on him. Right? Al Horford, you, you might you might have an argument there. He's a good player, man, but you know, we're talking talking team for team, you know, we're you talking know, five guys for, for five, you know. Like Boston is another top, I wouldn't even say they're top heavy. Jason Tatum. So you're saying Jason Tatum and and Al Horford, which is that's the that's the crux of your offense right there. Marcus Smart isn't doing it, right? Let's go to it. Let's do it one one last time, just just for the shits and giggles. So everybody doesn't say that Evergreen is just this 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 guy that's just like the super biased guy. Because I'm 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 really trying to look at this as like. As evenly played as as possible, right? So you go Jalen Brown, who can't play, so you automatically got to take him out once again. Dennis Schroeder, Al Horford, um, Jason Tatum, right? Who's playing the four now? Who's playing the four? What are That's you going to do? We're having because because I mean, outside of that, now you got to add some of these other guys, Robert Williams, and all this other stuff. Are you going to go Jabari Parker? Are you going to go Robert Williams at the four? Can Robert Williams guard? Uh, uh, can Robert Williams guard uh, Julius Randle? No. Right. Man. Hell, who you got at the one? You do Dennis Schroeder. Once you get past Dennis Schroeder, you put Peyton Pritchard. Can Peyton Pritchard guard uh, 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 Derrick Rose or Kemba Walker? Can Dennis Schroeder guard Derrick Rose or Kemba Walker? Yeah. They got Kevin Dunn too, man. You know, shout out to Kevin Dunn. But Kevin Dunn is not that great of a player either. Are you talking about Chris Dunn up here? Chris Dunn? Yeah, Chris Dunn, yeah. Okay. Like they they it without Jalen Brown, this changes everything, people. Yeah. We this changes everything. Right? We go we go to we go to Brooklyn again. Excuse me, not Brooklyn, New Jersey. I apologize. We go to New Jersey. Yeah, but Evergreen, I don't, I don't think we want to go through the whole podcast again, man. We, no, we, no, we already did. Saying, we already did like just, two. You know, it's it's just there. Yeah. It, it's just there, and it's not that it's not that I'm saying they have no bigs. I'm saying 
after that, after, where's the depth? Where's the depth? Where's the depth? Jalen Brown is gone. He's not, he's not, he's he's out for a while. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart or RJ Barrett. Marcus Smart or Evan Fournier. Like th- this, this, there's no depth to Boston. After you get past Al Horford, I don't you like nobody. You you talking about Ennis Cancer is you know they're talking about Ennis Cancer's depth for 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 Boston. Like if Ennis Cancer was depth for Boston, why wasn't he depth for us? Why wasn't he depth for for Portland for that? Why for wasn't that he depth for Portland? Yeah, like come on, people. There's a reason these teams are dumping these guys. Ennis Cancer is a, a, a lockjam guy, so really it's Al Horford and that's it at the big. I, you you putting too much respect on a guy that had forty four dropped on him, right? So yeah, but listen, we are not gonna go back and forth with Uncle Fulio Uncle because now we're gonna do the whole podcast all over. over I told again, you he's so. my arch nemesis. I apologize. Yeah, I know, I know. I so um, we we basically went through all the teams and stuff, man. So for guys like um Josh just coming in now, you gotta go um listen to the whole pod. Um, we did basically two hours, whatever. We still we stand like extensive. Um, you know, research on every single team or whatever. So for those that missed it, didn't see it live, please go to um and check it out, check out the replay. And um, you know, it's about to be eleven, um, about to be twelve o'clock, man. So we gotta wrap this up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, Mr. Evergreen, for coming please, in on please. the pass. You have an opinion, my brother. I have an opinion, people. Yeah, I have an opinion. And for, I mean, shout out to this guy here that just came in. This is a this is a thing. The longer you come on here, the more more people start coming in here talking about get your boy off the cast. He's ruining your credibility, man. Fuck all that credibility bullshit. Credibility from where? Are we selling crack? Am I? Do I need street cred? What, what is what is all this other stuff? We're talking about Knicks. You know, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Go to the beginning of the pause. The very first thing I said, I, I was talking about um, you know, the death of Michael um, K Williams and stuff like that. That's what really matters. You know, just talking about the Knicks don't really don't necessarily matter. It's fun. You know, this is it's all about fun. All this other stuff about credibility and all the bullshit, you can just shove it up your ass to tell you the truth. Because if if you're not having fun, then what the what the hell's the point of it? Credibility and all the other bullshit that is, is all out the window. This is all fun. You know, so just you know, you know, excuse the tone, my man. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to single you out or anything like that. But just anybody that's this 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 watching, if you if you don't like what you see, then go to another channel. The yeah. other the other the other channels, they're all talking about the same bullshit. They're all talking about the same stuff, regurgitating the same um 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 takes. You know, and everybody's afraid to say something out of the ordinary. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's why Evergreen is here. Evergreen is here because he's not afraid to say shit out the ordinary. You know, shout out to to Uncle Fulio. You know, Uncle Fulio is the is the man. You know, um, you know, the arch nemesis or whatever to um to Evergreen and all this. But you guys shit on Josh all the time. But Josh is not afraid to say shit that that nobody else want to say. You know what I'm saying? And who gives a fuck? <laughs> to tell you the truth, who cares? You know, this is all for fun. This is all for fun. You know what I'm saying? So so without without going going back into it, like do the whole podcast off because like 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 you feel you need to repeat it because guys don't respect you, man. Fuck that shit, man. This is all supposed to be supposed to be for fun. You know, right. like, like if you if you if you don't want to have fun, go watch ESPN. You know, you ain't having fun watching them. You know what I'm saying? So you know, that's just my my um my takes before we get out of here, man. 
It so, took you know, it took a while for me to get you uh for me to get you yeah, riled yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two, it took two and a half hours for me for me to have the hero. I rant. think it took two and a half hours the other episode too, didn't it? <laughs> before you yeah. started cutting but it that's, out that's the thing. Like, I got I got I have respect for you. I have respect for you. I got respect for all these different, different guys here. here. You know what I'm saying? So if you if you're talking, I'm I'm listening to you because you're saying stuff that I want to hear. You know what I'm saying? So if I, if I want to hear, somebody else want to hear it too. And if right. they don't want to hear, like I said, go find another fucking channel. You know what I'm saying? There's so many different Knicks channels out there. Go find somebody you want to listen to. Don't come on this channel talking about, oh, you ruin your credibility, man. Fuck credibility. Right. You know what I'm saying? This, we are having fun. This is this is fun. And this is this is probably by far the 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 rawest Nick channel out there. Like the other ones are are yelling at each other and all that stuff. You know, I'm with yeah. it. I'm with the shits too. But this is the only one where we're we're sitting up, drinking beer, taking shots, and 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 cutting that <laughs> cutting that content. You know what not I mean? Not for nothing. Not for nothing. Look at your eyes. I think you, I think you kind of like um leaning a little bit, my man. Oh, a little bit. Yeah. Now, you was like, you was like you, you did one of these just now. Yeah, look, you know. Like, you know what I mean? I'm a little bit. You know, I gotta drink some water before I go to bed. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, man. Well, you yeah, know. Shout- yeah, shout out to Boost Mobile. I, I'm not going back and forth with the with the with the chat. You you can say what you want to say, but l- listen, like, if you don't like it, go to another channel. That's all I gotta say. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I you know, the, I spent a lot of time trying to build this damn thing. You know, like people we, we're we're talking about whatever. If you if you don't like it, go somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? We got plenty of other channels that keep saying the same thing over and over and over again. You right. know what I'm saying? If if you if you notice, I don't be begging people to come on this channel. Usually it'd be just it just be me. Right, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't beg people to come on here, come on my channel to make it interesting. You, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not, I'm not dick riding nobody out there. I got my man Evergreen. I respect him, you know, for for his nick knowledge, and and that, and that that's what it is. Yeah, I, 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 you know, the big, the big thing for me is, you know, there's, there's a bunch of people that really, really put their heart and soul into this orange and blue shit, and the fact that Eru is taking the time out of his family life he's got fucking 50 11 kids and a wife over there kids shitting all over the place and you know <laughs> clogging up tubs and toilets and all that stuff and he's still taking the time and finding the time to to you know really give you some nick content because he loves it he he bleeds this shit and you know and the same thing here you know Yo, and, and shout out i'm sorry my guy no and it's it's important you know, you, you got to res- respect the content. You know what I mean? That's that's really it. You know, people are putting their time and effort behind this stuff and y'all are consuming it. You know, so it, it, we do this for y'all. But at the end of the day, we we really do this for us because we yeah, love for the culture, shit. like for the culture. Right. You know, got to watch. Yeah, like like Boost Mobile said, you got to watch the whole show, baby. You got to yeah. watch the whole show. Yeah, you man. know. Yo, shout out to Sim. That's what I was gonna say. Shout out to Sim. You know, because Sim, Sim, um, kind of gave birth to a lot of a lot of these podcasts that are out here. They cop, they basically copying everything that, he, that he's doing. But the one thing with Sim, as big as he's as he's gotten, he's never crossed over to the other side where where he's basically got you know a Mark Berman or somebody sitting on his lap and shit like that. You know, it's it's still real. He's still giving back to the fans. Podcast by the you know by a fan to the fans. Not not like like I said, breastfeeding you know um these these sports writers or whoever else you want to have on the on the show. He he doesn't do that. You know, I, and I'm not gonna do that. You know, you know what I'm saying. I'd rather talk to my people. And you know, shout out to that. I'm gonna have Jarrell. Um, he's gonna be on the pod, um, pod tomorrow. We're gonna talk about something. And um, you know, shout out to whoever else wants to come out there. People that are real Knicks fans, like 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 um Josh, um like um Evergreen, and down the line, the whole MBK fam. What you know, whatever. And then also too, my, my my little clan too. You know, with with, with with Mr. State and um, you know, nothing. You know, excuse me, um, Knicks community and um, guard up Knicks. 
you know, um, you know, tune into real content, man. If you want the fucking bullshit, if you want to talk about credibility and all this other fucking bullshit, then go, go, go to the other channels. That, that's that's basically what I have to say about that. Yeah, man, credibility is bullshit. You know, it's... Yeah, credibility for this, like, what the hell, man? <laughs> like, you know. Now, with that being said, um, I I I make it a point to not only. I, I try not to only listen to people that agree with me because it gets boring. You know, you start saying the same thing over and over again. You start having the same points and then there's no like, oh, you like spaghetti too? Oh, I really like spaghetti. You know what I mean? And like everybody's saying the same dumb shit over and over and over again. But have you, have you eaten spaghetti with the left hand? You know, I've, I've done it with the right hand, but have you done it with the left hand? <laughs> when you hold the fork with your pinky up, it tastes better. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it, it you know, I, I try to surround myself with people that, that, will disagree with me, which is why I love Josh so much, Uncle Fulio. Like, that guy disagrees with me. With, with he, I feel like he's trying to do it sometimes. He trolls with me. and I, I, Because what it does is it allows me to sharpen my skills and go back and really, really get back in my bag and think, you know? So, again, when I'm telling people that I'm not just here bringing up some bullshit moot points, I'm really here trying to, trying to analyze some shit to, to make some sense. You know what I mean? It's for the conversation. You're doing it for the for the whole conversation. It's, it is. It doesn't make sense to keep repeating the same thing, you know, because because you don't want to sound stupid or whatever. You know, I I just, I just don't like that. I, I want to hear something something different that I never heard before, and then I'm like, okay, I get I get you. I get where you're coming from. I'm, I don't and, agree with you, but right, you know, right. I, you know, you know and, when's the, and when's the last time you heard somebody say the Knicks will win a championship? You heard Was that? 1999. Right when when right right when Prince was talking his shit back in 1999, we go to party like it's 19, and then and then, and then uh, uh uh Will Smith, we're gonna party like it's 19. Hold up, it is here we come another year. You know what I mean? Like it's like okay, that's what I want you to do. I want you to sing that 1999. I don't want you to sing it just like that and then say titties at the end. You gotta do it. You do that one time and then we out of here. How about hey, that? Hey, hey, listen, listen. We're gonna party like it's night. I'm not gonna sing, sing it. it. Sing it. I can't sing it. I can't sing it. Listen, <laughs> I can't sing. I don't have enough shots in you. Open the night. Open the night. We're gonna get some shots in you. Pause, and then we're gonna get you to sing that. And then I want you to say, We're gonna be here, baby. Peace and love, Nick's family. I love you guys. Big shout to Savvy. Good. Big shout to Chat. Uh, Uncle, J- uh, I am Jarrell. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll be watching Greenhouse. What's popping? Everybody in the chat that's been commenting thus far, we love you. Appreciate y'all showing up. Hit that like button. You know what I mean? It's 32 in y'all. It's 32 people in here right now watching. 31 people in here right now. Go ahead and drop that like before you get up out of here. Uh, support the channel, support the show, support everybody in the MBK family. And once again, if you haven't already copped your tickets for opening night and you are indeed vaccinated, if you are indeed vaccinated, you know what I'm saying, and you want to come to open the night, excuse me, you want to come to open the night, uh, 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 go on the MBK channel and, and, and get those tickets, cop those tickets, come join us. You know what I mean? It's going to be drinks. We're going to have another show going on. You know, just prior to the game, we all going to go to the game, watch the game, and probably have another show right after that. And I'm probably going to be cussing everybody out, and it's going to be amazing. If you don't go, you have no credibility. Yeah, you have no credibility. No credibility, (laughs) right? Is that what they say? Yeah. Yeah. So peace and love, y'all.
Peace, guys. Peace. <laughs>